How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Head coach Isaac Brown joins us before today's tournament matchup with Tulsa here in Fort Worth. And coach, uh, now that you're about to tip this one off, the news is out there that uh, Craig Porter had an injury in an individual workout this week. He's probably not going to play, and that's certainly a big blow to your team. Yeah, we were set to practice on Monday, and um, one of our kids had a runny nose, so they told us we couldn't practice. And since we couldn't practice, because eight or nine guys would have been out due to COVID protocol, three guys were able to do individual instruction, and um, Craig Porter was injured in a non-contact um, individual instruction where he um, pulled his um, growing. And you mentioned the other stuff, protocols and so forth. Uh, I'm assuming all of that came out negative and everybody else is ready to go. Yeah, all of that was negative. It's just had a runny nose, but it's just something you got to go through. So everybody is ready to go. Um, he's right now day-to-day, but um, everybody else got to step up and be ready to go. The last game we played him, um, Craig Grant played really well. Craig Porter actually was in foul trouble in the first half. So, you know, we got guys that got experience at that spot. So now you just got to step up. And and that's uh, was going to be my next question. Obviously, you probably could and pick a better opponent with that situation since Quay did play so well against them last week. Yeah, hopefully he has some confidence coming into that game. He played well the first time against them, so um, he should be ready to go. He's had a good two days of practice. Uh, we've been counting on him a lot this year as the backup point guard, and now you got to step up, and um, he, he's been playing well. What about other minutes at point guard? Obviously, he can't go 40. Yeah, Tyson plays the point. He'll play the point. I may put Ricky at the point some, so we got two or three guys that can play that spot. And recent matchup with Tulsa just a week or so ago. So obviously familiar with them and, and what worked and what hasn't against them in two games. Yeah, it comes down to making and missing shots. You can throw everything out the window. They know exactly what we're going to do. We know what they're going to do. I think the key to the game going to be who can take care of the basketball, who can rebound, and who can get back in transition. We know their system. They know our system. Now we just got to go out and play well. Certainly Moa Sodeze had a good game against them down there. And this is a team that he seems to have a better opportunity to score against and he's 
been much better the last two after getting double teamed so much this year. Yeah, he's doing a great job of running in transition to get easy post ups. He's getting to the foul line. We got to try to get him some touches early, play inside out, get him the basketball. Anytime he forces a double team, he's doing a better job of passing the ball back out to the wide open shooter. You know, any tournament, it just seems like it, it does have a different feel that first game. There are probably going to be a few jitters and stuff, and you anticipate having to get through a little of that in the opening minutes. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to talk to the guys about, man. You know, we didn't play a lot of basketball games this year. This game is no different. It's a team that we didn't play three times now. Just go out and play smart basketball. Don't turn it over. Take good shots. Um, defend at a high level. Rebound at a high level. Get back in transition and just be a smart basketball player. Don't do anything silly. Take care of the basketball. All right. Coach, thank you. Shocker head coach Isaac Brown, and we'll be back on the Intrust Bank pregame show. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, 13th and Green Road, Wichita's new home for Shocker Coaching Show. One, two, one, two. Thank you. Thank you. Further days at AJ's, and don't forget Thursdays are buy one get one free pizza day. Dine in only and excludes the Super Bowl. Join us for happy hour every day from 2 to 6 p.m. and 9 to 11 p.m. While you're here, ride the go karts, take a turn in the laser maze, enjoy the game room, or bowl a couple games. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, home of the Super Dome 29-inch pizza. Two locations in Wichita and one in Hutchinson. Proud supporter of Shocker Athletics. Imagine if you had a superpower. Would you make people fly? At Textron Aviation, that's what we do every day. And we're hiring. Ask any of our employees. Working at Textron Aviation is more than a job. It's an opportunity with competitive compensation, health and life insurance benefits, matching 401k, paid leave, education assistance, and relocation packages. We firmly believe that when your career soars, so do we. Discover your superpower at Textron Aviation. For a complete list of job openings, visit txtav.com careers. A new career awaits. Sure, we have 30 seconds to tell you that drivers who switch to Progressive could save big. But then what? Well, we could try to fill the remaining time with awkward pauses. It's often done for comedic effect. Is it working? I can't tell if this is funny. Maybe this is so bad it's funny. We really peaked at the safe big when we switched to progressive parts. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. When you needed your mom, she was always there with the Vicks Bangalore. Its soothing scent calmed you back then, and it still does today. Awaken those childhood memories with the care and comfort of Vicks Vaporub. Trusted for generations. Stop by Church's for the high-flying flavor combination of our Texas tenders and shrimp meal today. It's butterfly shrimp alongside made-from-scratch Texas tenders. Serve spicy or original for six bucks. Church's, welcome to the great state of flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. I'm gonna Wichita. Right corner, Dennis, three for Dex. Go! Jumper, go! What a shot by Craig Porter, a three! It's time for Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Back out to Etienne, gets a three away, good! With the call of the game, here's the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy. Welcome back to Fort Worth in the American Athletic Conference postseason tournament. Wichita State coming in as the seventh seed at 15 and 12. Tulsa the 10th seed, 10 and 19, about to meet in a first round game. The winner advancing to face number two SMU tomorrow. We're going to move right into things because we're getting close to game time. The winning strategies are brought to you by Capital Federal, trusted banking and loans for your family, home, and business. True Blue for over 125 years. Capital Federal, equal housing lender, member FDIC. And here's Dave. Well, thank you, Mr. Kennedy. Hey, appreciate that. Good afternoon. Winning strategy number one, who's three-point shooters made the 
bus trip to Fort Worth, and that's my fault, and thank you, Bob, um, today. Against uh, Tulsa, almost 45% of their opponent's shots come from the outside. WSU is 10-4 and four when they have a higher three-point percentage than their opponents, and WSU outshot Tulsa from three in both games this season. The Golden Hurricane topped out at 22.2% from the three-point stripe, and that game was in Wichita. Tulsa's three-point defense, it's the worst in the conference. They give up 36.5% from the three-point strike. But the Shocks never got anywhere close to that in shooting their three-point shots. Outside shooting is going to buy you a ticket to the uh, game tomorrow against SMU. Winning strategy number two. The Shocks don't have to give it their best shot to win today, but they have to give it a lot of good shots to win today. It seems like 70 points is going to be the magic number for WSU. WSU is 9-3 and three when they score at least 70 points, and they've averaged 73 points a game in five of their last six. And Tulsa is a cooperative foil. They give up 73 points per game in three of their last four, and they're 3-9 and nine when their opponents score at least 70 points. Now, the Shock scored 72 at Tulsa, but they only needed 58 to beat the Golden Hurricane in Wichita. 70 points should earn the Shocks a longer stay in Fort Worth. Winning strategy number three, WSU needs to claim naming rights to the free throw line today because the outcome of this game could be determined at the line. WSU is 13-4 when they attempt more free throws than their opponents. They've been averaging about 15.7 free throw attempts per game in their last three. But they're not shooting as well, 69% in two of their last three. Tulsa is 2-9 and nine when they attempt fewer free throws than their opponents. But they've getting to the, been getting to the line a lot, 21 free throw attempts per game in their last two. And they've really been shooting the ball well, 78.5% from the free throw line in five of their last six. WSU and Tulsa took turns shooting more free throws than one another in the first two games. Free throws are the great equalizer, and it needs to favor Wichita State today. Winning strategy number four, Tulsa's rebounders have been missing in action most of the season, and the Shocks can't let them make an appearance in today's ballgame. Tulsa is 0-11 when they get out-rebounded by an opponent, and the Golden Hurricane is a minus 7.4 rebounds per game in five of their last six. WSU is one of the better rebounding teams, at least more recently, in the AAC, and they're 9-6 and six when they get more rebounds than their opponents. And get this, they're a plus 10.5 rebounds per game in four of their last five. Now, surprisingly, they split the rebounding battle in the first two games, but Wichita State needs to prevail on the boards today if they're going to win this battle. And finally, WSU defensive mercenaries need to be in their battle fatigues this afternoon because I think that's going to be the determining factor in this ballgame. Tulsa is 3-12 and 12 when their opponents shoot better from the field than they do. But Tulsa is making 46.6% of their field goal opportunities in seven of their last eight games, so they're heating up. WSU is 10-4 and four when they outshoot their opponent. And they're shooting a very, very good 45.3% from the field in four of their last five. And in their last two, they've been off the charts good. 
So the team split uh, out shooting one another earlier this year. And if Chalkers are going to outshoot Tulsa, they need to keep three guys in their crosshairs. One, Jariah Horn, six foot seven, two hundred five pound graduate student. He's averaging six point sixteen point two points per game, but it's up that to eighteen point eight points per game in six of his last seven. Dexter held him to two points in Wichita. Sam Griffin can't be ignored. He's a six foot three inch, one hundred eighty pound sophomore. He averages 14.4 points per game, second on this ball club, but just 5.7 points per game in three of his last four, and only three points in the Golden Hurricanes loss to WSU in Tulsa. And finally, the guy to really keep an eye on is Darian Jackson. He's a six foot three inch, 203 pound graduate student. On the season, he's third on the team in scoring a ton points per game, but he's really up that the last three ball games. He's been the best he's ever been, 18 points per ball game. All right, Dave, thank you. I'm going to bring Bob Hull back in because uh, Isaac Brown did say we can now officially release that Craig Porter is not going to play. Injured his groin in an individual workout on Monday. Uh, Bob, obviously that's hugely impactful, although we just saw Quay Grant play maybe his best game of the season against this team a week ago. That's exactly right, Mike. Uh, yeah, Craig, unfortunately, uh, pulled a muscle, a groin muscle, and uh, they weren't sure if he was going to play today or not. And so interesting that he's they're going to announce it ahead of time that he's not playing. Uh, the one thing is Tulsa plays a lot of zone. They play that matchup zone. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how well the team functions against that zone without Craig because he's been doing a good job of getting the ball moving around. And he's really good at the high post when he goes into that free throw line area. He's a really good distributor from that high post uh, to the open man. And then also he can shoot from there and he can drive from there. So uh, Quay's going to have to come out and play like he did uh, down in Tulsa. He, he played super down there. And so hopefully uh, he's got good memories of that game and comes out and, uh, and plays well today. Now, he's not going to start. They're going to start uh, uh, Ricky and play uh, kind of a shooting lineup with Dexter on one wing, Ricky on the other, and Tyson out front. So that'll be interesting to see that lineup because they haven't played together a lot. All right. Thank you, Bob. We'll get your contributions again at halftime. When the Shockers are on the road, your official watch party location is Chicken and Pickle at the corner of 13th and Greenwich Road. Join other Shocker fans to cheer on the Shocks at the official Wichita State watch party location, Chicken and Pickle, at the corner of 13th and Greenwich. Dave, we wondered what type of representation Shocker Nation would have. Pretty good turnout of fans here today, and Shocker Sound and the Shocker Cheer Squad are here, so certainly uh, enough to create a little bit of positive atmosphere for Wichita State. Well, and obviously far outnumber the Tulsa fans in the stands today, and Wichita State has good seats right behind us and across the court from us all the way up, so good representation, and if the Shocker are fortunate enough to win today. There is still time for Shocker fans to come down and join us tomorrow for the game against SMU. Yeah, particularly if the Shockers get to that game, that's a 6 o'clock tip-off, and so uh, a good opportunity for people to come down even after a half day or so of work. And tied into a weekend so the, the Shocker fans can make a weekend of it. We're about ready for the introduction of the starting lineups. Wichita State will be the home team as the seven seed. They're in their classic white home uniforms with the black letters and numbers, a little bit of gold trim on the shoulder striping and on the pants. And for Tulsa, blue road uniforms. They, for many years, have had that sort of uh, 
hurricane flag look down the side of their shorts, uh, and they're, they're wearing that. Some gold accents on the uniform did, and some red lettering and numbers on the uniform. Did Nolan incorporate that into their uniforms? The first I almost one I sure remember, yeah, did. that yeah. I did, and that they did. And they went away from it at times, but uh, it's become a big part of their tradition. It's kind of like the uh, Shockers gold inserted caps in baseball. You know, it's yes. something that other people don't do anymore, but it's still part of the tradition. So for Tulsa, it'll be Sam Griffin, a 6'3 sophomore from Miami, Florida, averaging 14.4 points per game. Darian Jackson is a 6'3 fifth-year grad student, averaging 10 points per game. He's from Blue Valley Northwest in Overland Park. Ray Idowu is a 6'9 senior from Melbourne, Florida, averaging 7.9 points per game. Jariah Horn, a 6'7 sixth-year senior, a grad student from Overland Park, averaging 16.2 points per game. And the fifth starter for the Hurricane, Curtis Haywood, who has kind of taken over at point guard since freshman Anthony Pritchard went down with a broken foot a couple of games ago. Haywood is another senior, a transfer from Georgia Tech, where he played a couple of years. He is originally from Oklahoma City. He averages 3.1 points per game. Tulsa is in its eighth year under Frank Haith as head coach. They've had one of their certainly poorer seasons under him at 10 and 19 overall coming into this one. They finished 4 and 14 in the American Athletic Conference, and they are 2 and 11 away from home. 1 and 10 in true road games, 1 and 1 on neutral courts. The Shockers, of course, under second-year head coach Isaac Brown, 15 and 12 overall. One and one on neutral courts, four and six away from home. They went six and nine in the American Conference, losing three games to COVID issues, one at ECU and their own that kept them from going to SMU and Temple. And as Bob said, for the Shockers today, a little bit different lineup as they'll go with uh, kind of a shooter's lineup. First to be introduced, Dexter Dennis, the conference's defensive player of the year. 6'5 junior from Baker, Louisiana, averaging 8.3 points per game. Tyson Etienne, a third-team all-conference selection, a 6'2 sophomore from Inglewood, New Jersey, the leading scorer at 14.9 points per game. Ricky Council is the conference's sixth man of the year, a 6'6 redshirt freshman or super freshman from Durham, North Carolina, averaging 11.7 points per game. Morris Udeze at center, 6'8", a junior from Houston, Texas, 10.5 points, 6.1 rebounds per game. And rounding it out, Joe Pleasant, a 6'8", junior from Overland Park, averaging 2.7 points per game. And... Uh, Joe is from Blue Valley Northwest, same school as Darian Jackson, the Tulsa fifth-year senior. Yeah, and I think they overlap just a little bit, as a matter of fact. You know, both teams are without their starting point guards. It's going to be a factor somewhat for Wichita State because Porter has done such a good job and he's matured as a player. I think it's going to be very, very critical, however, for Tulsa. Anthony Pritchard had 80 assists on the season. All he did was look for open people. That was his responsibility. And uh, now that you have Haywood coming in, although Haywood can distribute the basketball, not nearly like Pritchard can. So I think that's going to be a factor in today's ballgame. 
United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. We want to recognize your small business with the spotlight on small business sweepstakes. You could win a chance to promote your business to Shocker fans. Winners receive radio promotions, social media recognition, and more. Register to put your business in the spotlight. Visit www.goshockers.com backslash small business spotlight. United Healthcare is a proud sponsor of Wichita State Athletics. Officials for today's game, Anthony Jordan, Vladimir Voyard Tadal, and Sean Cassidy. And the starting lineups were brought to you by Equity Bank. Equity Bank blocks all ATM fees anywhere from giving you a charge. Be sure to visit them online at equitybank.com slash magic. Morris Udeze at 6'8 will jump center with Ray Idowu 6'9 as we get this one underway. Again, the Shockers in white, Tulsa in blue. And again, a nice crowd of Shocker fans here on their feet. Just the second year that the tournament's actually been played in Fort Worth after a COVID cancellation two years ago and the first year that unlimited fans are allowed in the arena. And unmasked, <laughs> which <laughs> is nice. Too. And Udeze got the opening tip. It's batted around and deflects to Tyson Etienne, and he'll bring it up. In this lineup, he's basically the point guard with Craig Porter out today. Handles it from the top, right side to Dexter Dennis. Tulsa in that matchup zone. Out front, Joe Pleasant looking high-low to Udeze. Then left side to Ricky Council. Picked up his dribble, drops it to Udeze off the left side of the lane. Ten on the shot clock, trying to back his way in. Double team, gets it to Etienne near the left corner. Up to Council, five to shoot, a long three. Good. My That's sakes. about 27 feet. And Ricky Council, who's not been shooting the three very well, knocks uh, one down to start the game. Well, that's an understatement. One of 11 from three and three of Ricky's last four ball games. Jackson from the left corner for Tulsa. Couldn't answer. Rebound Joe Pleasant. He and Udeze were both ripping it down. Mo let Joe have it. Feeds it off to Tyson Etienne into the front court. Three from out front. Bounces off. Rebound to Dowu for Tulsa. Pretty good look. He was open. Just moving it off the right side of the rim. Griffin out front. Left wing, Jariah Horn. Shot fake, then gives it up on the baseline to Jackson. Wheels on the dribble into the lane. Trying to get it up. He might have traveled out to Griffin for a long three. That's no good. Rebound, Joe Pleasant. That's a good sign to have it Tulsa sure miss a couple of threes right off the bat. Well, and they're not the greatest three-point shooting team. They're a little bit better than Wichita State, but not the best. But they're not even running any kind of offense at this point. Etienne near the right corner to Dexter Dennis. Bounce pass in the lane to Pleasant. Wheels in there. Back out to Dennis. Three right wing. That's no good. Long rebound. Kicks out to Darian Jackson. Feeds it quickly Jackson. to Sam Griffin, who pushes it into the front court. At the top, goes right wing to Haywood. Shot fake. Penetrates a little closer. Now down the lane, bounce pass under for Adowu, kind of got away, he saved it, out front to Jariah Horn, going to arch a three over Pleasant and hits, and that was a well-guarded shot, and Jariah Horn knocks it down to tie it up at three. But it's got Joe Pleasant on him, and Joe Pleasant isn't the defender, in, in fairness to Joe. The Dexter Dennis is a, a pretty easy look for Horn. Dennis across the timeline to Ricky Council as Tulsa extended its zone into the backcourt a little bit. Now back to Dennis. He'll hand it to Ricky on the right wing. Works off the screen by Adeze. Left side, Etienne. Kind of above the wing. Goes deeper on the wing. Now beats Horn on the dribble. Throws it out front to Council. Little fake. 
Another three by Ricky just ahead of the shot clock, in and out, and Joe Pleasant with the offensive rebound. A lot of contact. It was knocked out of his hands. Darian Jackson driving it the other way, got it stripped by Council, but I think Ooh. they're going to call the foul on Ricky, and it'll be Jackson going to the line for two. Yeah, and you don't want uh, to get into foul trouble, especially when your bench is a little bit shorter with uh, Porter out of the ball game. Ricky Council doesn't get into foul trouble that often, Mike, but once again, you need him on the floor. You need those minutes out of him today. Darian Jackson, fifth-year senior, averaging 10 points per game, 67.5% from the free-throw line. That one is good. Jackson, in the game against the Shockers in Wichita, or in uh, Tulsa last week, made 9 of 12 free-throws. He was 1 of 4 from the line against the Shockers in Wichita. Well, he's been shooting the ball very, very well, almost 82% from the free-throw line in four of his last five, and he's getting there. He's forcing the issue and getting to the line. Made both of those free-throws, and... Not sure what happened there. There's a little bit of a conversation with one of the uh, one of the officials, Vladimir Boyard Tadal, saying something to one of the Tulsa players. And now the Shockers will inbound it. Tulsa extending that zone, picking up full court. It's kind of you a 2-1-2 two, two look full court. Well, especially smart because Porter is not in the ball game, and that's who normally would have the ball coming in. Dexter Dennis dribbled right into a double team yeah. and then got jammed up and stepped over the timeline. It's an over and back violation by Wichita State. Yeah, the worst thing you can do, Mike, is pick up your dribble just after you cross half court. You need somebody breaking up to the middle if you can get that, or you rotate it back to the other side. 5-3 Tulsa. They have the ball. Jariah Horn at the top. Feeds it right wing to Haywood. Couple of dribbles and hands it off to Griffin. Griffin against Etienne. Drives the right side. Kicks it back out front to Haywood. Haywood. Couple of dribbles to the left. Back on the right side. Griffin drives down low and got a screen and laid it in. Not, no impeding on his way to the basket, laid it in for an easy two. Not even Matador defense. There was no effort to defend on that one. Seven to three, Tulsa in the early going. That ball could have, been, inter could have been intercepted. Long cross-court pass. Sam Griffin was flashing at it, but couldn't quite get there. Dennis penetrating a little from the right side, then pulls it back out front to Etienne. The Shockers down to eight on the shot clock. Etienne drives the lane, pulls up and got it. He took a little bump, but split two defenders and then just kind of pulled up from about six feet and floated it over the front of the rim. Shocks are getting deep into the shot clock, really without much happening, and they've seen this zone defense many times. 7-5 Tulsa, hurricane in possession. Haywood in the free throw circle, threw a pass that was intercepted by Etienne, but I think they're going to call a foul on Wichita State that caused that pass to go awry. And oh, it's on council, and that's two on him in the first four minutes of the ballgame. Yeah, and that's one thing, especially with Porter out, that you don't want another frontline player out, and uh, council's probably going to take a seat here in a little he bit. He does. Quay Grant is in. A three from the right wing by Haywood bounces off the back iron. Rebound Joe Pleasant and clears it off to Etienne. Shockers down two with the ball. 16 minutes to go in the first half. 16.02 to be exact. Grant right side of the floor. Just came into the game. Made a little penetration and had to pick it up. Way out front to Etienne near the timeline. Works off a screen by Adeze. Long three left wing. Way short. Rebound along the baseline. Picked up by Horn for Tulsa. Quick pass up court to Griffin. Ahead to Darian Jackson. Driving on Joe Pleasant who stopped him. But Jackson got it back and laid it in. There was contact. The ball kind of popped loose, and then Jackson grabbed it back and laid it in. He's got four. To score at this level, oftentimes you have to be a pretty good yeah. And Grant throws one away. A bounce pass intercepted by Adowu, and a pass in the lane to Adowu, who's got Etienne trying to guard him out on the wing. Open three for Jackson. That's good. 
And Wichita State's going to take an early timeout. Darian Jackson now with seven. And that Tulsa press, something that they don't necessarily do a lot, is really bothering the Shockers. They are, one, one instance, Dexter Dennis crossed the timeline, then picked it up, got double teamed. That time a sloppy pass farther up court got picked off. And looks like we're going to take the under 16 here. So a breakaway, 15-21 to go first half. It's Tulsa 12, Wichita State 5. Tap in and grab a seat at Social Tap Drinkery. The newest addition to Brayburn Square is a distinctive tap room with 52 unique taps and features Sangrano Pizza and Wheatley's Burgers. Choose either a delicious artisan pizza or a shocker favorite, the Wheatley's Burger, with the best crinkle-cut fries in town and pair it with your favorite beverage. Social Tap Drinkery has something for everyone. With just a three-minute walk from the stadium, it's a perfect place to gather with friends for pregame and postgame celebrations and all televised Shocker athletic events. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Spilled your milkshake? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake. The quicker picker upper. Macy's One Day Sale has great deals of the day, like 60% off cookware from Martha Stewart Collection, Sedona, and more. Pick out some new sparkle with 60% off select Effie Fine jewelry. Then add designer suits to his rotation, now 50 to 60% off. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days starting tomorrow. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. In the two regular season games between Wichita State and Tulsa, the Shockers averaged 10.5 turnovers, Tulsa 10. But the Shockers were consistent. 10 in the first game, 11 in the second. While Tulsa had 17 in Wichita, just three in the game last week in Tulsa. So far, two turnovers by the Shockers, none for Tulsa. And Tulsa has turned that into five points off turnovers in two possessions. And they lead this game by a score of 12 to 5. We thought Mo Udeze would have a big role in today's ballgame. He's played so well against Tulsa in the first two ball games, But he's not even getting a chance to get his finger tips on the ball. Of the six shots that the Shockers have taken, five have been three-point attempts. Three of those three-point attempts have been with uh, four seconds or left on the shot clock, so they're not even getting a really good look. Ricky connected on one, but he was way out, way out of range, and he was fortunate to put that one through. And with Craig Porter out with an injury, as Dave mentioned, Ricky Council picking up two early fouls in less than four minutes, and so he's out of the game right now. Uh, Isaac Brown going to his bench looking for some answers. Monzi Jackson and Kenny Poto check in. They'll join Dexter Dennis, Quay Grant, and Tyson Etienne. And Craig Porter up talking to Quay Grant a little bit as they came out of the timeout. And WSU defended well against this ball club in the first two ball games, Mike. They really need to tighten the defense. It's been too easy for Tulsa to get open shots. Shockers pushing it up court against that press. Quay Grant gets it to Dexter Dennis and then back out near the timeline to Grant who signals the offense. Dexter came to meet the ball that time. That's what you have to do. Tried to post up 
uh, Etienne in the high post at the free throw circle, and when Corey Grant tried to bounce it in there, it got kicked. So they'll reset the shot clock to 20. Ray Adowu goes out, and Nikita Konstantinovsky, 6'10 sophomore from Ukraine, checks in for Tulsa. That's where it hurts not having Ricky Council in, because he can break up to that free throw line, Mike, and get the pass in there and, and wreak havoc on that Tulsa defense. Quay Grant right of the key across to Etienne and back over to Grant. Down to eight to shoot. Quay penetrates down the lane, up with a shot that was blocked, and the rebound to Tulsa. Jackson clears it ahead to Haywood. Haywood trying to drive it in there, then kicks it out on the wing to Horn. Out front to Griffin. Griffin looking for a screen, spins off that screen, goes right, gives it up right wing to Jackson. Thought about a shot, then pulls it back out. Deeper on the right wing to Jariah Horn. Horn at the free throw circle. Down low to Konstantinovsky. Wheeling in there on Kenny Poto. Kind of forcing his way up, and it was blocked by Poto, and they're going to call a jump ball. So great defense by Kenny Poto down on the block. Unfortunately for the Shockers, the possession arrow keeps it with Tulsa, but only six seconds on the shot clock. Yeah, Kenny blocks a, a shot about every third ball game. Comes in baseline to Griffin. Floating Ooh. jumper hit the edge of the backboard. Rebounded by Monzi Jackson for Wichita State. Etienne into the front court, left side of the floor, off a of Poto screen, right wing Dexter Dennis, right corner Grant, back to Dennis. Dexter hesitated, now puts it on the floor, back on the right wing, Grant drives the lane, throws it under for Poto, catches under the basket, double teamed in there, got it out for Grant, deflects to Etienne, he pulls up, 15-footer off the back iron, and the long rebound comes out to Griffin. Pretty good look on the pull-up 15-footer, but couldn't get it down, and Tulsa back in possession in the yeah, front court. They really need Tyson to hit some shots. Griffin drives right, drives down low, throws up a runner, it bounces off. Poto got a hand on it, deflects out of bounds, deflected out by Tulsa, so the Shockers will get it back after making a stop. Well, at the break, Mike, Tulsa had hit half of the eight shots that they had taken. Wichita State has stopped them the last two times down the court. Now it's just a matter of the offense getting into gear as well. Sam Griffin went out. Ladavius Drain in for Tulsa. Drain, a 6'4 grad student from Mississippi, played four years at Southern Miss. Etienne to the front court, right wing Grant. Drives to the baseline, then back out on the wing to Etienne. Looked for the shot, didn't have it. He was guarded by Curtis Haywood. Back out top, right wing Grant. Quay at the free throw line to Ricky or to Monzi Jackson. Puts it on the floor, and then the ball came loose. <laughs> and they're going to... I think Frank one, of, I I think think one official gave it to Wichita State, the other to Tulsa, and Frank Haith was saying he just fumbled it. It wasn't deflected, and, and very uh, demonstratively making that point. The Shockers get it back. It comes out left side of the floor to Etienne with eight to shoot now. Long three by Tyson. Good. Boy, they needed that. Etienne with his second bucket, first three, and that cuts the lead to 12-8. Yeah, Council's toward one from just about that same distance as well. Horn right side to Jackson, brings it to the middle, gives it to Konstantinovsky, hands it off to Drain. He throws it right wing to Jackson. Shot fake, couple of dribbles, slamming his way in on Etienne, throws up a floater, and it bounces in. Uh, how does that go? Nice on? touch on that on a really difficult shot. Darian Jackson has nine of Tulsa's 14. 14-8, Hurricane. Quay Grant, double team, gets it away to Kenny Poto, way out on the right wing, out front to Etienne. Tyson, left side of the floor to Dexter Dennis, left corner Monzi Jackson, driving the baseline, spinning, picked up his dribble, way back out to Quay Grant with eight to shoot. Quay down the lane, floater, in and out, he just hung on the rim and came off, and then it's deflected out by Tulsa. One of their players, Horn, touched it, then it went off of Drain's foot, and Wichita State will get it back under its own basket. Uh, we've seen so many of those with Quay this year, they've come 
just dangerously close to going in but seemed to fall out at the last instant. A very nice move on his part. Quay throws it in out front to Etienne, who's picked up quickly by Haywood. Drives, gets into the lane, then baseline Poto for a 10-footer. Good. Nice dish by Tyson Etienne, and Kenny Poto gets his first two. The Shockers starting to run a little better offense. Yeah, and he gathered himself very quickly, very composed on that shot. 14-10, Tulsa. 12-10 to go first half. Haywood drives to the left, trying to get it all the way down in the lane. Shovels it out on the baseline to drain back on the wing to Haywood. Bounce pass in the block to Idowu. Idowu looking to muscle his way in. Double teamed by Dexter Dennis. They're going to call a foul. I think, I think it's on Poto from behind. Nope, it's on Dennis on the reach in. So it'll be Dexter's first, team's third, and gets us to a timeout. 11.59 to go in the first half. It's Tulsa 14, Wichita State 10. It's officially Shocker season. Buffalo Wild Wings has teamed up to bring you delicious deals. Show your mobile ticket or mention this ad and receive a free appetizer with a $20 purchase. When you visit any Buffalo Wild Wings, we'll see you on the court. Meritrust Credit Union is the official financial well-being partner of Wichita State Athletics. We're proud to serve all the Shocker fans in Wichita and surrounding communities. Go Shocks! It's officially Shocker season. Buffalo Wild Wings has teamed up to bring you delicious deals. Receive a free appetizer with a $20 purchase when you show your mobile ticket or mention this ad. Visit any Wichita Buffalo Wild Wings after the game today and enjoy. Meritrust Credit Union is the official financial well-being partner of Wichita State Athletics. We're proud to serve all the Shocker fans in Wichita and surrounding communities. Go Shocks! Last year, to mark its 100th birthday, Lowe's completed 100 impact projects in communities across the United States as part of 100 hometowns, benefiting more than a million Americans. Lowe's is making its largest ever commitment to give back to the communities it serves. Over the next five years, Lowe's will invest $100 million in community impact projects, supporting nearly 2,000 communities each year. Nominate your hometown project in need by March 28th. Visit Lowe's.com hometowns to learn more or follow us at hashtag Lowe's Hometowns. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Sandra Means or John Green. In Mulvane, see Kirk Farber. And in Andover, see Wes Sawyer. Wichita State University Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. The shooting starting to even out a little bit here. Wichita State now 4 for 11 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3. Tulsa 5 of 12 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. And they've made the only two free throws offered in the ballgame. Tulsa up 8 to 6 on the glass. And Tulsa has no fouls and no turnovers so far. Wichita State 3 fouls and 2 turnovers. But the Shockers were down 12 to 5. They fought back to within 14-10. It will be Tulsa's possession coming out of the under-12 timeout. The game in uh, Tulsa, Mike, Wichita State forced only three turnovers, which was the lowest in, what, 17 years for a shocker opponent. Also, some statistics that uh, bear mention. Uh, Tulsa is outscoring Wichita State 6 to nothing in the paint, and Wichita State has been able to go inside to Odese in the first two games and either get shots or get him to the free throw line, but they're not able to utilize him or haven't chosen to utilize him because they're taking a lot of outside shots. And secondly, they're not getting back to defend against Tulsa's fast break. The Golden Hurricane is outscoring the Shocker 7 to nothing on fast break baskets, and Wichita State simply has to do a, a better job 
of rushing back after the ball changes hands and make sure they get into their defensive lanes. Chauncey Jenkins has checked into the game for Quay Grant. Tulsa inbounding in their front court. Adowu left of the lane, backing his way in, then out on the wing. Griffin for a three off the front of the rim. Rebound batted around, chased down by Monzi Jackson, who hands it to Etienne. Tyson dribbles to the top, goes right side of the floor. Jenkins thought about it, gets into the lane, little pull up, missed off the glass, tried to tip his own shot in, but it's rebounded by Adowu. Quick pass up court, Darian Jackson stops right wing, throws it way out front to Griffin. Looked like Chauncey hesitated yeah. for a moment that time and then was just a little bit unsure when he took the shot. I think he was trying to pass the ball and then at the last second decided to shoot it. Griffin works the right side of the key, pulls up right side of the lane, bounces in the lane to Adowu, who has double teamed for a moment, muscling it up on Poto, oh. and it rolls in. Quay Grant had one hang on the rim and fall off. That one hung there forever and dropped in. First two for Ray Adowu. Like a putt in a national championship <laughs> golf match. 16 to 10. Tulsa bounce pass in the lane to Monzi Jackson. Puts it on the floor. Goes up in traffic and gets it off the glass. Just took it at the defender sure. and a nice finish for his first two. Pure brute strength by Monzi. Shockers picking up full court. Dexter Dennis knocked it away, but Adowu recovers and his pass was deflected but saved by Tim Dalger who just came into the game for the Hurricane. Way out front Griffin right wing drain back in front Griffin swings it left wing to Dalger Griffin out front on the right wing drain penetrating a little and it's stolen by Monzi Jackson and a foul on drain trying to steal it back that's the first foul on the Hurricane. Little zone defense for Wichita State they mixed things up just a little bit and Tulsa was out of sorts they just didn't run anything against them. 16-12 Tulsa the Shockers got down by seven very early 12-5 four is as close as they've been on two occasions now an opportunity to cut it inside that still not quite halfway through the first half 10 27 to go. Wouldn't it be nice to see Chauncey Jenkins have a, a really good game? He has it right side, brings it to the top, back right side to Etienne, right corner, Dennis, wide open three, off the back, rebound tipped by uh, Jackson, but it deflected to Tulsa's Adowu, and he gives it up court to Curtis Haywood. Dex just can't buy two of 14 from the three-point strike, 14%, Mike, over his last four ball games. Bounce pass on the block to Adowu, got his body inside of Poto and flipped it up and in underhand with his right hand. And that's where the freshman um, lack of experience comes into play for Poto. And strength a little bit also. Yeah. 18 to 12, Tulsa, Etienne, squared up on Haywood, crossover dribbled, drives baseline, gets all the way under, up in traffic, missed it, rebound Poto, and a foul, I think it's going to go on Tulsa, great offensive hustle on the boards by Kenny Poto, after Etienne took it in traffic, couldn't get it up on the board, and it looks like Poto's going to get two shots here. Not doing a bad job, I like the way he went to the offensive boards, averages less than three rebounds per game for the Shockers, but did a really fine job of staying with at that time. Kenny hasn't gotten to the free throw line much lately and he was 0 for 1 in the last outing. Bounces that one off. He has two points on a field goal. Gets one more here. In the game now for Tulsa, Sterling Gaston Chapman, the 6'5 freshman from Wichita, played at Campus High School. That free throw is good. So Poto with three. And he's out and Udeze is coming back into the game. Didn't see who the foul was on initially. It looks like it was on Jariah Horn, his first. We'll take as many of those as we yeah, can get. As fast as possible. Pass up court to Adowu against the Shocker Press. Across the timeline to Gaston Chapman. Took a couple of dribbles. Now he's going to take a three from the left corner. It's no good. Off the back, rebound Etienne. 
Shockers down five with the ball. Etienne in the front court. Left corner, Dennis. Shot fake. Puts it on the floor. Dribbles back out to the wing. Going to give it out front to Etienne. Over to Jenkins. Thought about it. Right wing. Jackson for three. Off the front rim. Etienne rebounds. Dishes to Dexter, who's fouled on the shot. Great Etienne caught that rebound and without coming back to the floor, just touch passed it over to Dexter Dennis, who was fouled going to the basket. That's just uh, like the old Bill Bradley book, a sense of where you are. He just realized as he went up that two men were coming over toward him. Dex had to be open. Dropped the ball off to Dexter, and now Dex has an opportunity for two from the free throw line. Foul was on Ray Adowu. Free throw good by Dexter Dennis. That's his first point. He's a very good free throw shooter, 80.4%. At times, doesn't get there very often. Yeah, 84.8%, Mike, in 14 of his last 15. And his last two years before this season, 81.7%. He's just a remarkable free throw shooter. Second one's up. Short. Rebound to uh, Horn for Tulsa. So the Shockers got one of a possible two. They trail by four. Again, matching the closest they've gotten since falling behind early. Idowu faked a handoff, throws it on the right wing to Horn, Drya Horn, one-on-one against Joe Pleasant, out front to Jackson, Darian Jackson driving it, and tries an underhand scoop and got it. He has made some really difficult shots in the early going here, and he's got 11 points for the Hurricane. He is from Blue Valley Northwest, and Overland Park always seems to play well against the Shockers. Middle of the floor, Chauncey Jenkins going one-on-one against Haywood, then throws it over to Dexter Dennis, left wing, bounces left block to it. Udeze takes it in strong. Udowu went down, no call, and Morris makes the shot with his left hand for his first two. It's always a mistake for a big guy to try to fake an official into a call, Mike, because then it allows an offensive player to have too easy of a shot. 20-16 to 16, Tulsa. Again, the Shockers back to within four. Haywood left side, out front to Jackson. Jackson being guarded by Dexter Dennis. Bounces to Haywood, popping up front pass intended for Adowu. Poked away by Odeze, ahead to Chauncey Jenkins, and he slams it down with his right hand. Etienne showing his worth again, Mike. Two really nice passes the last time to Dexter Dennis, that time to Chauncey Jenkins. And now Tulsa wants to take a timeout. We're right at the eight-minute mark, so this will be a full timeout. And with eight minutes to go in the first half, the Shockers come back from a seven-point deficit to pull within two. It's Tulsa. 20, Wichita State, 18. Wichita is Shocker Country, and Chicken and Pickle is your headquarters for family fun and the best Wichita State watch parties in town. Chicken and Pickle at 13th and Greenwich, just off 96. Take your game day to the next level with pickleball, yard games, ice skating, live music, food and drink specials, and more. Catch the Shockers game on their big screen TVs. There's no better place to watch the Shockers than a Chicken and Pickle. 13th and Greenwich, just off 96. Go Shocks! Have you ever noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust? So much dust. And that floor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day. And dust is gone. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper. (sighs) Proud partner of the American Lung Association. It's Tango Day, everybody. Follow after me and step and bet and slide and dip 
That's Tango. Why is Ice-T leading our Tango class? It's probably the heart-shaped Honey Nut Cheerios. He found out they can help lower cholesterol. Now he's having fun taking care of his heart in all sorts of new ways. Let's see those hips move, people. Hurry and get your heart-shaped Cheerios. They're only here for a limited time. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Since the last timeout, Wichita State has made three of its last seven shots. Tulsa three of five. Tulsa for the half shooting 47%, but just two of seven from three. They are two of two from the line. The Shockers, who had fewer attempts earlier, now have one more field goal attempt. They've made seven of 18 for 39%, two of eight from three, two of four from the line. So not shooting it as well, but getting enough volume to pull back within two points. It's now just a one-rebound edge for Tulsa, 11-10, and they now have two turnovers matching the Shockers, too, and Wichita State just got its first two points off a turnover, a breakaway dunk by Chauncey Jenkins after five early points off turnovers by Tulsa. I think the Shocker defense will tighten up a little bit, Mike, in three of their last four ball games, Their opponents are shooting less than 39% from the field. Uncharacteristically high field goal percentage coming from Tulsa. They're a decent shooting team, but they're not a great shooting team. Also, Tyson Etienne is playing very, very good basketball at this point. He doesn't have any turnovers. He's been handling the ball an awful lot. And even though he's taken six shots, he has three assists. So he's showing restraint in terms of finding the open man instead of looking for his own shot. Actually, kind of an encouraging comeback by the Shockers after getting off to a bad start and not having either Craig Porter, who's out with an injury, or Ricky Council, who picked up two early fouls. Right now, the lineup has Chauncey Jenkins, Quay Grant, Joe Pleasant, Morris Udeze, and Dexter Dennis. The Shockers will be on defense after getting a breakaway dunk on a deflection by Morris Udeze. You know, what happens with this Tulsa defense is they invite the three-point shot. We said their opponents shoot 45% of their shots from outside, and it's just an easy thing to do. Wichita State was shooting under 24% from three coming into this ballgame in four of their last five ballgames. Wichita State is not a good three-point shooting team, ninth in the conference, yet they default to that, and as a result, their field goal percentage isn't quite what it could be. Sam Griffin brings it up for Tulsa against some pressure from the Shockers. They run a weave out front. Darian Jackson gave it up to Haywood. Haywood driving into the free throw circle, spins in the lane, forced one up over Quay Grant, missed it badly, rebound Dexter Dennis. Ball never hit the rim, came off the backboard to Dennis. Quay Grant in the front court gives it in the middle to Joe Pleasant. Oh. Lobs down low. Deze was all alone and missed the layup, but he stole it back, going on the floor after it, scrambled for it and a jump ball and Wichita State gets the arrow they'll keep it but Mo made a caught the ball went around a defender and kind of scooped it up underhanded and it rolled out about an easy as easy a shot as he'll get the entire game but he did hustle after his own rebound kept it alive and tied it up a little distracted by a Tulsa defender who came in I thought Mo was going to dunk it but he 
he uh, isn't able to dunk it, and then he just goes up under the basket and puts a little bit too much English on it and it rolls off, but at least he pursued the ball, and the Shockers have an opportunity with another possession and 19 seconds left on the shot clock. Etienne just came back in for Chauncey Jenkins, holding it out front, Quay Grant. Now feeds right side of the floor to Etienne, guarded by Darian Jackson. Out top to Pleasant. Again, bounces in there to Odeze. Backing his way in, double team, spins baseline, got a shot up, partially blocked, got his own rebound. Four to shoot, tries to take it up in there and hit the bottom of the backboard and the rebound to Tulsa. Forced it, needed to kick it out if he could in any way. Haywood into the front court, over to Jackson, left wing Griffin. And on the block to Adowu. Back to the basket against Udeze. Backing him down and backed right over him. And Mode gets the charge call. That's two fouls on Ray Adowu in the first half. Well, we should be terribly surprised. He leads this team in fouls with 76. Um, f- about 12 fewer than Mo has, or 11 fewer than Mo's, but he has filed out of three ball games thus far this season. 6.56 to go in the first half. Tulsa had an early 12-5 lead. It is now 20-18 Hurricane, and Adowu is going to go out with two fouls. Konstantinovsky is back in for him, and Quay Grant brings it up slowly for the Shockers. Left side to Etienne, who hands it back to Quay. Gives it to Pleasant, right in the middle of the floor, over to Dexter Dennis, handoff to Grant. This is all happening way out beyond the top of the arc. Now Grant down to the lane, out right wing to Etienne, open three, good. Good penetration and kick out by Quay Grant. Etienne has his second three and eight points, and the Shockers are in the lead for the first time, 21-20. Grant just collapsed that defense. Griffin, left wing, out front to Haywood. Over on the right side of the floor to Horn. Joe Pleasant up closely on him. Tried to dribble and almost got it stolen. Over to Jackson. Jackson down the lane, through traffic, another scoop shot, good. He's made a couple of those driving right-handed scoop shots from the left side of the rim, and he has 13 points. It is 22-21, Tulsa by one. Quay Grant in the middle to Pleasant, to Dexter Dennis, over to Grant. Penetrates to the right wing, guarded by the bigger Konstantinovsky, looking for a driving angle to get by him. Now right wing to Etienne. Back in front to Grant, 10 to shoot. Gets by Konstantinovsky, floats one up, and there's going to be a foul. Konstantinovsky kind of let him get by, slipped, and he reached out and grabbed him. And that will be Nikita Konstantinovsky's first foul, fifth team foul, and gives the Shockers a new 20. Interesting point, uh, Konstantinovsky, Mike, is from Ukraine. From Kiev. Yeah, yeah, Kiev. Yeah. Still has a lot of his family there, his mother, father, and, and one sibling. He has another sibling who has gotten out, we heard. Difficult time. Etienne right wing, twisting three off the opposite side of the rim. Rebound, Jariah Horn for Tulsa. So the Hurricane has it. Still up one. 5.39 to go first half. Horn spins down the lane, keeps his dribble, looking to force it up. Got it up, missed it, and the rebound. Konstantinovsky went over the back, kept it alive, and kicked it out front to Griffin. Over to Haywood, right wing Horn. Horn guarded by Pleasant, almost lost it again. Picked up his dribble, bounces to Konstantinovsky, trying to back down Udeze. And then throws it out front. Horn with a quick three. Good. And that was a long one. 25-26 feet. That's his second tray, six point. And all of a sudden, Tulsa's back up to a four-point Yeah, the leading three-point shooter on this ball club. He makes over 41% of his three-point attempts. So you just can't ever give him any breathing room. Etienne to Grant. Drives it on Haywood. Spins. Step back, then throws it left corner. Out to Dexter Dennis. Drives the lane. Up with a floater and a block, it was called. Looked like contact. Two Tulsa players collided and went down, but no traveling called. Horn gets it up court to Sam Griffin. Griffin looks to the bench and then pulls it back out. 
Drops it down to Horn on the right block, looking to make a step away move on Dexter Dennis. Now banging him in there. Bounce pass almost stolen and a foul on Wichita State. Nice bounce pass by Horn to Konstantinovsky, cutting to the basket, and I think Etienne's going to get the foul, trying to help out. He almost stole it. Well, if you're going to foul somebody, this is the guy to foul. Now, on the season, he's not a bad free throw shooter, 64%. Makes less than one free throw attempt per ball game, and in nine of his last ten, he's gone to the free throw line about once per game and is four of ten in that nine of ten game stretch. Foul was on Etienne, his first, team's fourth. This will be a two-shot opportunity for Konstantinovsky. 431 remaining in the first half. First one is up and rolls out. Oh, Michael. So we've had a <laughs> hanger on the rim go off for Quay Grant, a hanger on the rim go in for Adowu, and that one spun completely around the rim twice, hung on the front, looked like it was for sure going to go yes. in and fell off at the last instant. That was just the third free throw attempt of the game so far for Tulsa. They're now two of three. The Chalkers are two of four from the line. Second free throw for Konstantinovsky, and it's good. So he gets his first point, gives Tulsa its biggest lead in a while at five. It's 26-21, Hurricane. Wichita State gets Kenny Poto and Monzi Jackson back in the game. They join Grant, Etienne, and Ricky Council back in there playing with two fouls. Points in the paint, dominant for Tulsa, 14-6 over the Shockers. Grant left wing to Council to Monzi Jackson, popping out front, right side of the floor to Etienne. Comes off a Poto screen, gets in the lane, then back at, tried to throw it to Grant. Griffin flashed in and stole it, goes down to the other end, gets the basket and a foul on Quay Grant. Boy, the Shockers have had some bad turnovers in this first half, and Tulsa now has stretched it back to a seven-point lead. Yeah, and the momentum has been shifting back and forth. Wichita State recaptured that momentum for a while, took the lead, but Tulsa quickly took it back over, Mike, and fast break points, 9-2 to two for Tulsa. Wichita State, when they make a turnover, they make it on the perimeter. Basket's good on the free throw, and uh, they just don't have enough men to get back on the fast break. Griffin, an 84% free throw shooter, knocked that down to complete a three-point play, and it's back to an actually up to an eight-point lead for Tulsa, their biggest lead of the first half. 29-21, four minutes to go, first half. Etienne right wing, out front to Monzi Jackson, left wing council. Ricky drops it to Poto in the high post, wheels down the lane on Konstantinovsky, threw up a hook that rolled off, and the rebound to Griffin for Tulsa. Pretty good move by Poto, but left it a little flat, rolled off the front of the rim. Griffin in the front court, picked it up, gives it to the Davius Drain right side. Picked up his dribble out in the middle to Haywood and now to Gaston Chapman. Sterling working on the dribble, almost lost it. Gives it up left wing to Drain, way out front to Griffin with seven to shoot. Griffin looking for an angle, gets a shot away, bounces off. Rebound batted around and out of bounds. Last touch by Wichita State. Two shockers went up for it but couldn't control it. And it'll stay with Tulsa under their own basket after the under-four timeout. 3.22 to go first half. Tulsa 29, Wichita State 21. Just like the Shockers, Reese Nichols is a highly trained team. We collaborate daily on how to help our clients win. Whether it's residential, commercial, farm and ranch, or auction, we're in it to win it for you. Go Shocks! Hi, this is Melissa Scheffler. When I left the news desk and joined Coke Industries, I discovered a new collection of inspiring stories here in Wichita. Stories of people who are transforming careers, communities, and improving lives. Join me for our Coke Spotlight series, The Picture, airing Sunday mornings at 745 on KWCH. 
The picture will give you more reasons to be excited about the future of Wichita. See you soon. Reese Nichols is proud to be a sponsor of Shocker Athletics. Our realtors, like the Shockers, are the very best. So if a move is in your future, please call on us. Go Shocks! Wow. Retirement seems to have uh, reinvigorated your golf game. Been taking lessons from the club pro? Nope. I've been listening to Baxter & Associates about reviewing my financial and retirement plans. So Baxter & Associates helps you... Relax. (laughs) Whoa. Call 652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates. Time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Michael Rogers, Sean Chapman, or Kerry Mock. In Valley Center, see Tim Dink. In Newton, see Ken Hall. Listen for all WSU Shocker basketball games on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Thank you. Welcome back to Fort Worth. The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletics. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent Wichitans who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a senior boxing class or join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, granite countertops, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home at the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a virtual tour at www.oxfordvilla.com. You know, uh, Darian Jackson is a very, very good player, and he's been shooting the ball well, 18 points per game in his last three ball games. But this is where having Craig Porter out of the ball game really hurts. Uh, Jackson is working the Shockers over, and they don't seem to have an answer for him. And he's a good player, but he's not a great player. But he looks like an all-conference player today. He's six foot three inch tall player is going around the Shockers, and he's been able to connect already for 13 points. Five of seven from the field. Tulsa is 11 of 23 from the field, 48% in the two regular season games between the two teams. Tulsa shot 36.9% from the field with a high of 41.2 in the game last week. Well, and they weren't able to buy a basket from the uh, perimeter, Mike. Wichita State did a good job of neutralizing them from the three-point stripe, and they haven't found it necessary to shoot too many three-pointers, nine attempts, but they've connected on a third of them. Shockers 8 of 25 overall for 32% in the first half. Tulsa ball coming out of the timeout. Darian Jackson with a shot fake, right wing to Sam Griffin. Brings it to the middle, picked up his dribble, looking to enter it into the post. Couldn't get it in there. Now left wing to Jackson with 7 to shoot. Jackson for 3, and it's way short. Rebound deflects off of Konstantinovsky to Quay Grant. It's cut off at the timeline temporarily and then brings it into the front court. Under three minutes to go in the first half. Shockers need to string a couple of possessions together. Grant down into the lane. Right baseline, Monzi Jackson drives it. Jump stop over to Poto. Shot fake. Steps through in the lane. Throws it out in the corner to Grant. He's going to take a three. Good from the left corner. First points of the game for Quay Grant. Well, I showed that I could do it against Tulsa before, and I'm going to prove it again today. And he's getting his opportunities. Nice corner shot by Grant. That cuts the lead to five. 29-24. Bob Pass went to Bob Hull. (laughs) Just got five slapped from Tyson Etienne after catching that cross-court pass on the fly. Nice job, Bob. (laughs) I I was waiting for the shot. (laughs) 
<laughs> Into the front court, Tulsa. Quay Grant on the right way. Got front, Etienne looked at it. Double teamed as he came off a screen. Back over to Grant. Shockers could cut it inside five here. Grant bounces it to Etienne. Left half of the floor, 12 to shoot. Back over to Grant. Penetrates into the lane. Scoop shot. Wouldn't go. Poto gets the rebound. Takes it back up. It's blocked. They kick it out to Etienne. Open three. No oh. good. Oh, that would have been a big one. He and then Konstantinovsky comes down with the rebound but falls down and is called for traveling. Shockers hustling. They're just not making quite enough shots. A Really good open look for Etienne that wouldn't go. Tway Grant made a nice drive down the lane that stayed out. Kenny Poto got the offensive rebound, but got it partially blocked on the follow attempt. Shockers' two best shooting games have been the last two ball games. They hit 48.3% of their shots in the last outing, but they just are reverting back to their inability to hit that outside shot, Mike, or to hit the follow-up shot as well. Tulsa's going to go small. Konstantinovsky checks out. Sterling Gaston Chapman came in, and now Horn at 6-7 is the five-man. Grant, right side. side of the floor. Picked up on a switch by Horn into the lane and over to Monzi Jackson. Drives baseline, fumbled it away. It's picked a doubled in, dribbled into a double team and lost it. The Shockers' fourth turnover. Ill-conceived. As soon as he made the move, the double team started on him. Griffin, left wing to Jackson. Dribble handoff to Horn. Horn guarded by Dexter Dennis. Gives it out front to Griffin. Griffin looking to drive it. Then over to Haywood. He gives it to Jackson. Jackson cut off by Grant. Almost lost it. Bounce pass down low to Horn. He's got Etienne on him. Takes a little turnaround jump hook and scores. The match is not going to work for Wichita State. Horn is too savvy. He's a really good inside-outside player. And when he had Etienne on him, the, the height difference was just too much for Etienne to handle. 31-24 Tulsa. Shockers had cut it to five, had a chance to get closer. Now down seven with just over a minute to go in the half. Monzi Jackson way out near the timeline to Etienne. Gets a screen from Poto, refuses it, drives, spins in the lane. Kind of jammed up, gets it over to Monzi Jackson. He dribbles baseline, and they're going to call traveling. Yeah. Trying to spin into a double team, shuffled his feet. That's two straight turnovers for Monzi Jackson. Joe Pleasant's going to check back in. Now only 53 seconds remaining in the first half. Shocks did a much better job of monitoring their turnovers. They got into a bunch early that really burned them, but then uh, now they've had two quick ones by Monzi Jackson. Griffin against a press up across the timeline to Gaston Chapman. Haywood, now Griffin right at the top. A couple of dribbles back over to Haywood and back to Griffin. Kind of right in the middle, left wing to Jackson. Griffin in front, going to pop a three. That's a dagger. Big three by Sam Griffin. His first three-point basket of the game. He's got eight points, and all of a sudden it's back to a ten-point lead for Tulsa after the Shockers had hustled to cut it down to five. Yeah, and he played so poorly in the last half, uh, half a dozen games or so, but he sure hit that one. Down to 18 seconds. Looks like the Shockers are going to play for one last shot of the half, try not to give Tulsa another possession. Best they can do is cut it to seven if somebody would hit a three. Etienne picked up by Horn on a switch, drives the lane through a double team, up with the left hand, missed it, rebound Tulsa. Jackson trying to hurry it down court and doesn't get a shot away, but Tulsa will take a 10-point lead into the half. The score at halftime, Tulsa 34, Wichita State 24. Stay tuned for the Interest Bank Halftime Show. Capital Federal, a local bank rooted in tradition since 1893. With a long-standing commitment to our communities, a sense of gratitude for each customer, and a dedicated team of employees, CapFed remains focused on you. It always starts with community, customers, 
employees. Capital Federal. True blue for over 125 years. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy is the passage for all things hyper wellness. We offer affordable and accessible modalities for everyone. Anywhere from someone that is looking for an immune boost, performance recovery, or just overall wellness. We're here to help improve the lives of our customers and do more of what you love. We are the place for you. Restore is a proud partner of Shocker Athletics. Find us in the waterfront. AJ Sports Grill at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich Road in Wichita is your new home for Shocker Coaches shows. Be sure to check out our all-new burger menu because Mondays are burger days at AJ's. And don't forget, Thursdays are buy one, get one free pizza day. Dine-in only and excludes the Superdome. Join us for happy hour every day from 2 to 6 p.m. and 9 to 11 p.m. While you're here, ride the go-karts, take a turn in the laser maze, enjoy the game room, or bowl a couple games. AJ Sports Grill at the Alley, home of the Superdome 29-inch pizza. Two locations in Wichita and one in Hutchinson. Proud supporter of Shocker Athletics. Hey Shocker fans, this is Billy Lubers with Lubers and Cheney. If you're in the market for a new Chevy, Ford, or pre-loved car, truck, or SUV, we invite you to visit us in Cheney or online anytime at luberscars.com. Lubers, proud supporters of WSU Athletics and your friendly way to buy. Stop by Church's for the high-flying flavor combination of our Texas tenders and shrimp meal today. It's butterfly shrimp alongside made-from-scratch Texas tenders. Serve spicy or original for six bucks. Church's, welcome to the great state of flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. Discover thousands of dollars in new tax credits and your biggest refund guaranteed with Jackson Hewitt. Schedule an appointment with one of our tax pros to get a head start on your taxes. Go to jacksonhewitt.com to learn more and find a location near you. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Chris Post, TJ Wilson, or Rachel Finsky. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. And in Hayesville, see Forrest Hummel. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Fort Worth. This is the Intrust Bank pregame show. Intrust Bank reminds you that Shocker Pride isn't a moment, it's a tradition. Intrust Bank proudly supports Wichita State Athletics and has for many years. That's tradition for today. That's Intrust Bank. Mike Kennedy back along with Dave Dahl and Bob Hull. Bob, we've been expressing our feelings on the first half. Your thoughts on the first 20 minutes. Oh, man. Not a very good start, uh, but they battled, they battled, and they got it really close there uh, a couple of minutes before halftime, and Poto got an offensive board, kicked it out to Tyson for a wide-open three at the top, and I think that would have tied it or got it within one, and he missed it, and from then on, it was Tulsa the rest of the way to the halftime. A couple of key turnovers by Monzi when they needed baskets, and... uh, all of a sudden, they're up by 10, and it looked like it was going to be pretty close at halftime. Maybe Shockers might even get the lead. You know, those points off turnovers were really demoralizing also. Wichita State only has five turnovers in the half, but all of those turnovers are crucial. Tulsa has scored 18 points off those turnovers, and Wichita State just 
hasn't been able to shoot the ball well at all, only 30% in the first half. Tyson Etienne is the only player to score more than one basket for WSU. He has three field goals. I think Ricky Council being out of the game with two fouls has been a difference maker in this first half. And, of course, we'll see him right off the bat in the second half. Although <laughs> Ricky played a very limited number of minutes, less than five, he made one of the two shots that he took, and one of those was a three-pointer. You know, you mentioned, Dave, 13 points off turnovers, off five turnovers. The maximum you could score off five turnovers would be 15, and they have 13 points. They have scored every single time the Shockers have turned it over. Yeah, and think about it. Who's gotten the easier shots? in the first half. You know, it's Tulsa. Uh, and, and most of it's Darian Jackson. You know, he has gotten by his man or in transition, gotten to the basket a number of times. He's got 13 points. Tulsa's plus 12 points in the paint. I think only one of them is a post-up. No, maybe two. I think Odoo made one bucket. Horn made one bucket when Tyson had to switch off on him there late. But a lot of it just drives to the basket. Yeah, and it's points in the paint. Wichita State has held their own with points in the paint against this ball club, but certainly not today. And interestingly enough, it's the guards like Jackson taking the ball inside where the big man can't come over to help. So Wichita State is allowing guys like Jackson to break through the perimeter and get in and get easier shots. And Shockers with only nine guys suited up today with Craig Porter out. Eight of the nine have scored, but nobody's really been on fire. Tyson Etienne leads with eight points, but he's only three of ten from the field and two of six from three. And after their two best shooting games of the year back-to-back, -back, the Shockers are at an even 30% in the first half. Yeah, well, Tulsa's shooting 50% because they've gotten easier shots. They've gotten a couple of easy post shots and a number of drives to the basket, mainly by Jackson. And think about it, how many easy shots have the Shockers got? They've got that breakaway dunk by Chauncey Jenkins. And, uh, about eight-footer by Kenny Poto. Yes, That's the yeah. only other one I can remember. And that was about it. There was a couple of shots at the hoop they could have got, but uh, Mo missed that little easy one, and then Quaid missed a couple that were right there at the hoop. And Tulsa doesn't rely on their assists. They're not very good about finding open men. It's mostly one-on-one -on -one basketball. They're the 10th most are uh, the 10th best assist team in the league but you wouldn't guess it from today they've got 10 assists on their 13 baskets in the first half it's good ball movement and the shockers just don't see they seem to be about a half a step slow defensively and they've been caught in switches a few times etienne's ended up on one of their postmen of the basket fouled once gave up a little short hook to horn on the other one so Tulsa's really done a good job of recognizing those things and taking advantage of mismatches. And when they get a mismatch and when they and they get a, a defensive breakdown, they're taking advantage of it. Like you said, they're, they're getting to the basket and they're making the basket. And think about it. You know, you can live with 10 turnovers a game. Shockers only have five here in the first half. But, like you said, all five of them hurt. And Wichita State is doing a pretty good job. They've missed a lot of shots, but they've gathered in seven offensive rebounds, which is pretty impressive for uh, this Wichita State squad. But of those seven offensive rebounds, they only have four second-chance points. So they're not taking advantage of those opportunities when they get those offensive rebounds. And at times on those, they've tried to take it right back up inside. Tulsa's done a good job of denying those shots, partially blocking them, crowding the shooter. They, they haven't had 
any kind of a real clear putback opportunity very often. Well, and you've got to be careful about the dry spells. That's what hurt Wichita State so much in the first half, or excuse me, in the first part of the season. They'd have long dry spells, and the other team would outscore Wichita State by 8 or 10. They have a 10-point run here, and Wichita State needs to go ahead and... Um, is it a 10-point run nine, or nine. nine-point run here recently? Wichita State has to regather its momentum. I think with Council back in the ball game, you're going to see some more offensive production out of this ball club. Yeah, and at, at one of those points, right during that nine-point run by them, that's when Ch uh, Tyson had that uh, three-point, open three-point shot, and I thought for sure he was going to make it because it was a kick out, and he was right at the top of the circle. And those are the easiest threes to make when it's kicked out from a from a postman, uh, but didn't go in. So uh, they're going to have to figure out a way to score some more points and, and get some offense. All right, guys, thank you. We'll come back and go inside the numbers on the Interest Bank Halftime Show. Congratulations. You're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Chris Walter, Sherry Williams, or Pamela Marcinero in Wichita and ask about Shelter's competitive rates. Been some ups, been some downs, but Blue Shock's taking us on a pretty good ride this season. Now, if you want your pretty good ride to continue on into the spring and summer, keep the folks at Kansas Land Tire in mind. Your smooth ride is their goal at Kansas Land Tire, including but not limited to brakes, shocks, cooling systems, air conditioners, engine work, and of course tires and lots and lots of service. Just like you can always count on the Shockers for a fun ride, you can always count on Kansas Land Tire for a smooth ride. Eight locations all across Kansas, so to find the shop nearest you, go to kansaslandtire.com. Hi, this is Melissa Scheffler. When I left the news desk and joined Coke Industries, I discovered a new collection of inspiring stories here in Wichita. Stories of people who are transforming careers, communities, and improving lives. Join me for our Coke Spotlight series, The Picture, airing Sunday mornings at 745 on KWCH. The Picture will give you more reasons to be excited about the future of Wichita. See you soon. Do you have a list in your head, things that you're curious about, that you've been meaning to look up later? Yeah, me too. My internet search history, full of this kind of stuff. It's really good trivia. My name's Mike Simpson. I do the news for my day job, but on my new podcast, I've Got Questions. We are going to go through that list. First mine, and then we're going to do yours. Everything from deja vu to dinosaurs. You can find it now on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go and find some answers because I've got questions. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. At halftime here in the conference tournament in Fort Worth, Tulsa leads Wichita State 34-24. Quick look at the numbers. Tulsa shooting 50% on 13 of 26, 36 and a half on 4 of 11 three-pointers, and they went 4 of 5 from the free throw line. Wichita State a cool 30%, 9 of 30, 4 of 12 from 3, and 2 of 4 from the line. Tulsa had a 3-rebound advantage, 19-16. Both teams committed 5 turnovers, but Tulsa outscored the Shockers 13 to 5 on points off turnovers, outscored the Shockers 18 to 6 on points in the paint. Tulsa's led by Darian Jackson, who has 13 points, 5 boards, 2 assists, and a steal. He was 5 of 8 from the field. 
Eight points apiece for Jariah Horn and Sam Griffin. Horn was three of four from the field, made both of his three-point attempts. Four points for Ray Adowu. He also had four rebounds before picking up two fouls. And one point for Nikita Konstantinovsky. For Wichita State, Tyson Etienne leads with eight. Three of ten from the field, two of six from three. He also had two rebounds and a team-high three assists with just one turnover. After that, three points apiece for Ricky Council, Quay Grant, and Kenny Poto. Two points apiece for Morris Udeze, Monzi Jackson, and Chauncey Jenkins, and one and uh, one point for Dexter Dennis. Shockers suited up nine. Eight of them have scored, but basically one score apiece for everyone other than Etienne. Halftime score, Tulsa 34, Wichita State 24. Shocker Sports Properties and Wichita State Athletics would like to thank the Shocker Ambassadors, Wichita State's elite level of corporate partners, House of Schwann, Delta Dental, Coke Industries, the Kansas Star Casino, Ascension via Christie, and Cox Communications. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of Wichita State Athletics, call Shocker Sports Properties at 316-978-7552. We'll be back on the Entrust Bank Halftime Show. At American Family Insurance, we know your life has many moving parts, from your four wheels to your hard-earned home and the financial future of your family. We'll cover the things that matter most. Bundle your home and auto policies for possible savings and add life insurance for convenient, future-focused protection so you can keep dreaming towards what's next. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. A smile is a powerful thing, especially when it's protected by the nation's largest network of dentists, Delta Dental. Not only is a healthy smile a good indicator of your overall health, it also comes in handy when you're stealing the fries off your friend's plate, even though you didn't want fries. But here you are, smiling that healthy smile of yours, taking one after another. Schedule a checkup today and unleash your smile power with affordable dental benefits from Delta Dental of Kansas. Litton's Appliance would like to thank you for your continued support, especially during these difficult times. Due to great support from Shockers fans, business has been better than ever. Our only challenges are getting enough product and hiring additional staff to service the increased business. If you or someone you know is interested in joining our team, call us today at 316-686-3331 or stop into our store at 123 South Hillside. Go Shocks! At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. It doesn't matter how big or small your business is. If you're a plumber, roofer, electrician, or remodeler, your business earns back when you spend, gets exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help drive your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231.22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash pro loyalty terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Sandra Means or John Green. In Mulvane, see Kirk Farber. And in Andover, see Wes Sawyer. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Back at Fort Worth, Bob, 30 seconds on what the Shockers need to do to start the second half. Better passing, more ball movement, more points, Mike. We need more points. 24 points and a half is not going to get it done. All right, thank you. We'll talk with you again soon, hopefully. And uh, Dave, certainly the Shockers, we, we talked about all the shortcomings. 
turnovers that led to too many points, even though it wasn't a high number of turnovers. Defense has got to get better. As Bob said, way more easy shots for Tulsa, or at least manageable shots, makeable shots, and the Shockers got out of their own offense. The hallmark of Wichita State winning basketball is defense and rebounding. They're on the short end on both of those. They're being out-rebounded by three, and they're just not defending like they need to, Mike. They're not getting back on defense as quickly as they should, and uh, when Tulsa has an opportunity to take a decent shot, they've been able to make it, so Wichita State needs to really shore up that defense. One thing that uh, one of the two of you mentioned that certainly should uh, kind of hopefully show up in the second half is more of a contribution from Ricky Council. He made an early three, then got a couple of quick fouls, and they need him to be kind of at his best, be that sixth man of the year, even though he started today here in the second half. They've been able to get the ball occasionally into that free throw line, and if Ricky sets himself up at that three-point uh, free throw line, rotates in and out, he'll be able to take advantage, I think, of any Tulsa defender at that point. Tulsa has the ball to start the second half, and it is Curtis Haywood into the front court, gives it left wing to Darian Jackson. Jackson drives it into the free throw circle, pass inside, got away from Adowu, but it was deflected by Morris Adeze, and Adowu just kind of let it bounce, protected it with his body till it went out of bounds, and Tulsa will inbound from the baseline. Adeze had no fouls in the first half, but uh, played less than 10 minutes in the first half. Sudeze, Council, Pleasant, Etienne, and Dexter Dennis for the Shockers. Griffin, right wing to Haywood for Tulsa. One dribble out front, Griffin, long three, in and out. Good Why? box out by Odeze, and they're going to call an over-the-back foul on Adoe. He had him boxed out. He was being held, so he couldn't go get the ball, but they caught that and called Adoe for his third foul. Wasted foul by Odoe, and the second thing is, why take that outside shot with that much time left on the clock? I mean, heaven's sakes. You've got a 10-point lead. You just milk it a little bit and find a more open man that's closer to the basket. Tyson Etienne brings it up the floor for the Shockers' first possession. Right side to Dexter Dennis, out front to Joe Pleasant. Left side, Ricky Council. Puts it on the floor. Crossover is looking to drive it into the lane. Takes it into the lane. Got the ball stripped, and it's out of bounds. Last touch by Wichita State. Tried to kind of slam his way in on the defender, forced it, and as he tried to get the shot away, it kind of popped up in the air, then went off his hand out of bounds. Well, Ricky knows that uh, a lot of the weight of this ballgame is going to rest on his shoulders, and he wanted to take over as soon as he possibly could. Darian Jackson, handoff, almost stolen by Pleasant, but Dry a horn recovers it, now spinning at the free throw circle, goes right wing to Haywood. Haywood picked it up, right wing horn. Horn against Ricky Council, step back three, off the back, and the rebound tipped and controlled by Etienne. Tyson pushes it up the middle of the floor in a hurry. Throws left wing to Council. Looked in the block to Desi. Now bounces it in there. Wheeling in there on Adowu, but a double team, and they stripped it away. Held it too long again and got it taken away. Sixth shocker turnover. And a handoff on the right wing to Griffin. A couple of dribbles, hands it off to Jackson. They're running a weave out front. Hayward penetrates the free throw circle. Right wing Jackson for three. Short this time, rebound Council. First time in the game after a shocker wow. turnover that Tulsa Good didn't score. And Council throws a 45-foot pass up court over the head of Dexter Dennis. Dex is contending that it was touched by the Tulsa defender, but it's going to become Tulsa's ball. You know, the last couple times down the court, or two of the last three times down the court, it's like like Wichita State wants to make up 10 points on one possession. They just have to grind it out and get good shots and close the gap little by little. Griffin, middle of the floor, 
Pulls it back. He started to go left. Now gives it to Horn right in the middle. Hand off to Haywood. Back over to Griffin. Griffin crosses over. Going to shoot a three from the top and makes it. Joe Pleasant kind of got out on him. I thought he contested it pretty well, but now Griffin has 11 and Tulsa has a 13-point lead. And he's shooting the ball very, very well. You know he's capable. He's the second leading scorer on this ball club. Even though he hasn't been shooting the ball well, he certainly you wouldn't know it the way he's performing today. He's in a miserable slump down the stretch, but hit four or three of six threes Sunday against Central Florida. And the Shockers miss and Tulsa rebounds. Griffin back into the front court with a 13-point lead. It's 37-24 Hurricane. Bounces in the middle to Haywood. Hands it off to Jackson. Coming back out front. Pass off the hand of Etienne. Back to Jackson who drives and scores. It was a bad pass. Etienne flashed in, got a hand on it, but it bounced right back to Jackson, and he took it in for another one of those scoop shot layups. 15-point lead for Tulsa. 15 points for Darian Jackson. Etienne in the lane. Double team lost it, but Council gets it on deflection. Pulls up from six feet and missed badly. Little short jumper by Ricky Council. Barely hit the right side of the rim. Tulsa possession. And Griffin directs the offense over near the left sideline. Standing dribble. Council comes out a little farther to pick him up. Out in the middle to Haywood. Hands it off to Jackson. Goes left side to Griffin. Well above the arc. Drives left to the wing. Pops a three. Way short. Rebound Etienne. Tyson drives into the front court, left side of the floor, keeps his dribble, now goes baseline, cut off there, double team, kind of trapped, and calls a timeout. He was trapped, had nobody to throw it to, and uses a timeout for the Shockers to regroup. This will be a full, we'll keep it here, we're not down to the under 16, this will be a, a 30 expanded to a full as they do with the first timeout of the second half. The scoreboard update is brought to you by State Farm. Protect your car and home with State Farm. Here to help life go right. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. In the earlier game today here in the tournament, eight seed Cincinnati defeated ECU 74-63. So Cincinnati at 18 and 14 advances to take on the top seed Houston tomorrow at noon. Uh, games in the top 25, Kansas up 15 early on in the second half over West Virginia in the Big 12 tournament. Number four, Duke defeated Syracuse, 88-79 in the ACC. Number nine, Providence got a scare from Butler but won 65-61 in the Big East tournament. TCU knocked off number 21, Texas, 65-60 in the Big 12 in Kansas City. And number 24, Iowa, a romp over Northwestern, 112-76 in the Big 10 tournament. Well, rebounding disparity is getting even larger in favor of Tulsa. Now they're out rebounding Wichita State 18 to 13 and points in the paint. It just gets bigger and bigger. Wichita State has not been able to convert in the second half uh, and Tulsa has outscored the Shocks 20 to 6 points in the paint. That rebounding margin, Tulsa out-rebounded the Shockers by two in the first game in Wichita. Wichita State out-rebounded Tulsa by 24 in the game last week in Tulsa. They should not be getting kicked on the boards like that. No, they shouldn't, Mike. And Wichita State's turned the ball over a couple times thus far in the second half. And they're just a little bit out of sorts. And you don't, you don't beat anybody by shooting 27% from the field. The Shockers simply have to start taking better shots, and they have to start 
connecting on those opportunities that are given to them. As you said, two actual turnovers in the half, so seven now for the game, but some of the shot attempts have felt like turnovers as well. Yeah, and I, I don't think they're rushing. For example, Ricky's last shot was not a bad shot, no. but, but he just missed it badly, and I think Wichita State's feeling the noose tighten a little bit. There's plenty of time left to come back in this ballgame. Wichita State has done it before, but they can't allow Tulsa to continue to build that lead. And once again, they're going to have to find an answer to Darian Jackson. When he takes the ball inside, those little scoop shots that you played in your backyard, just kind of fancy plays against your bigger brothers, he's been able to convert 6 of 10 of those, and he's leading both teams in scoring with 15 points. For Wichita State, Monzi Jackson is 1 for 2, Chauncey Jenkins 1 for 2. That's the best. Udeze is 1 for 4, Dennis 0 for 3, Etienne 3 for 10, Council 1 for 5, Grant 1 for 4, Poto 1 for 3. It is Tulsa's ball, or Shocker's ball, sorry, in their front court. They are down by 15, the biggest deficit they have faced in the ballgame. Still 16.33 to go, so there's still time to make a run, but they have got to find some answers on the offensive end. Clay Grant will play it in from the baseline to the left of the basket. It's Grant, Tyson Etienne, Ricky Council, Morris Adeze, and Dexter Dennis. We've only played about three and a half minutes of the second half. Konstantinovsky is in for Tulsa as Ray Adowu picked up an early third foul. They've also got Jackson, Horn, Haywood, and Griffin. This has been the longest full timeout of all time as we still wait for the go-ahead to inbound the ball. Ball comes in out front to Tyson Etienne. And got it back from ground on the right side. Grant at the top. Started to the right, looks to drive it, does spin in the lane, takes it all the way in with the left hand and bounces it in. Nice finish by Quay Grant. In backcourt, Haywood gets it across the timeline. Passed the high post to Konstantinovsky, came way out front to help the offense. Now back to Haywood. Just under 16 minutes to go in the second half. The Shockers trailing by 13. Haywood. Puts it on the floor, can't get by two defenders. Grant stole it, but they're going to call a foul. And is it on Grant or Council? It's on Grant, which is better. That's his second. It would have been Ricky's third. And now that will get us to the under-16 timeout. So timeout on the floor, 15-51 to go in the second half. Wichita State trailing 39-26. Meritrust Credit Union is the official financial well-being partner of Wichita State Athletics. We're proud to serve all the Shocker fans in Wichita and surrounding communities. Go Shocks! From the quarterback to the kicker, everyone contributes to a winning football team. As a Shelter Auto Insurance customer, you are part of our winning team. This year, you're driving less and having fewer accidents, so Shelter is lowering auto insurance rates. Not a current customer? Contact your local Shelter agent for a free quote. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Some restrictions apply. Not available in all states. See Beth Hall in Augusta, Jody O'Kady's in Andover, or Grant Collins in Wichita. 
The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletes. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent Wichitans who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a Shocker watch party, a senior boxing class, join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, granite countertops, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a virtual tour at OxfordVilla.com. Meritrust Credit Union is the official financial well-being partner of Wichita State Athletics. We're proud to serve all the Shocker fans in Wichita and surrounding communities. Go Shocks! WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Fort Worth, Wichita State. Still trailing in the ball game. Shockers finally cutting a 15-point margin to 13 on a drive by Quay Grant. 20 seconds left on the shot clock in a Tulsa possession. Tulsa led by 10 at halftime, and then they have come out in the second half and taken advantage of a couple of bad shots and a couple of turnovers by the Shockers to open up their biggest margin of the ballgame. Yeah, torrid scoring by Tulsa in the second half, and honestly, their field goal percentage is not that great, 2 of 6, but Wichita State comes out in the second half and isn't able to do much of anything. They finally score their field goal, but it took them almost... Uh, four and a half minutes to do so Mike so the Shockers once again they need to put the brakes on Tulsa they need to make sure that Tulsa doesn't get in any easy baskets especially close in tight they need to do a better job of Darian Jackson and then they have to start converting when they get an opportunity on their offensive end. Tulsa will inbound from the baseline Curtis Haywood is going to play it in the Shockers still have the same five out there Another long TV timeout. Anthony Jordan still waiting to hand the ball to Haywood to inbound it for the Hurricane. This is the third time, of course, the two have met this season in the long 136-game history of the series. It is the eighth time that the two have played three games in a season. And Wichita State has only won all three one time. That was oh. in 1987-88 with two regular season wins and a win in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. Tulsa won all three. The last time the two were both members of the Missouri Valley in the 1994-95 season. The Shockers actually won the two regular season games in 1991 and then lost to Tulsa by 19 in the Valley Tournament in St. Louis. Right now, this kind of has the feeling sure of does. that result. And you wonder, how does that happen? When you have a team's number, how can it switch so much? Jariah Horn trying to back down Dexter Dennis right side of the lane, follow a jumper. It bounces out, barely missed, and Dexter's called for a foul and is looking incredulously at the call. Actually... Yeah, it's, it is on Dexter. thought they were signaling number four, but it's Dexter Dennis, his second foul, two shots coming for Jariah Horn. The best free throw shooter on this ball club at 86.1%, 87 of 101 on the season. His first chance today, and he missed it off the back. Keep talking, Dave. Yeah, well, you know, and he had been 20 of 20 in his last eight ball games, Mike, and missed only three of 46 free throws in 12 of his last 13, 94%. 
That one's up. That one is good. And Jariah Horn with nine. Tulsa's lead is back to 14, 40 to 26. Shockers are going to have to start scoring pretty much every time down for a while. Get some rhythm going. Grant into the front court, got double teamed, got it away to Etienne. Back to Quay Grant. Left wing Etienne. Runs it back to Grant out in the middle to Dexter Dennis. Right wing Ricky Council. Dribble handoff to Grant on the right wing out front Council. Drives it. Jump stop. Goes up. And he could have had maybe a three-point play. It came up short. He was fouled as he was going up. So he'll get two shots, but a potential three-point play there had it gone down. This full-court press has been pretty effective for Tulsa. They haven't forced the Shockers into a lot of turnovers, Mike, but it's taken time off the shot clock for WSU, and then when they come in uh, to the forecourt, they're just not able to find open players as well. Ricky drops the first free throw. He's one of the best free throw shooters in the country at just under 84%. In fact, exactly 84 now as he's 84 for 100. His first free throw opportunity today. The Shockers were just two of four as a team in the first half. That one's also good. Council now with five points. Cuts the lead to 12. And the Shocker fans here trying to encourage Wichita State to pick it up on the defensive end. Haywood in backcourt over to Griffin. Shockers pressuring full court. Griffin at the timeline got it across to Konstantinovsky. They used up a lot of time finally getting it into the front court. Now Haywood trying to dribble his way around Quay Grant. Picked it up, gives it to Griffin, 10 to shoot. Jackson comes out front to get it. Gets a screen from Konstantinovsky. Looking to drive it down low under the basket. Reverses it in a foul. To me, it looked like the foul should be before the shot. They probably won't call it that way. And it's going to be on Udeze. Jackson went kind of around Udeze, all the way under the basket to the opposite side. And then Udeze and Grant pinched in on him. They're going to give him two shots. And when he penetrates, at least the way he's been playing the last three or four ball games, Mike, he's going to shoot it. He is not going to look for the assist. And uh, Wichita State didn't anticipate him well enough. Now he misses the front end of that for the first of two free throws there. He was uh, 2 of 2 in the first half, 9 of 12 against the Shockers last week in Tulsa. Missed that one. He's got 15 points to lead both teams, and he could get the lead back to 13 if he converts the second one. Free throw is good. So it's a 13-point lead with 14.54 to go. So the Shockers need to make up just a little less than a point a minute down the stretch if they're going to catch up in this game. Quay Grant across the timeline to Ricky Council, drives it on Jackson, goes in close and bakes it. Jackson kind of backed off, and Ricky scores with the left hand from the right side of the basket. Wasted no time at all and give a nice assist to Quay Grant. He won't get one, but he certainly looked for Ricky and found it. Makes the lead 11. Darian Jackson in front court driving on Etienne. Cut off by Tyson. At, or Udeze came over to help. Out to Haywood, to Griffin. Griffin, a couple of dribbles, picked it up. Right wing Haywood down to seven to shoot. Haywood looking to drive it. And they just oh let him go to the basket and lay it in. Udeze just kind of froze up there in mid lane. Haywood gets his first two points of the game with almost no time on the shot clock. First two points of the year, I Frustrating think. defensive yeah. possession as the Shockers looked like they were going to get a yeah. stop and instead gave up an easy two. Grant right wing for three. Bounces off the back. Rebound Udeze, and he goes to take it up and is fouled. I think Konstantinovsky got him with the body. Check the call here. And it's going to go on. Darian Jackson, actually. In one of the games against Tulsa, Udeze was a perfect 9 of 9 from the free throw line. Nine free throws made is his career high. 
This will be his first free throw opportunity of the day. He has two points on a first half field goal. 13.54 to go. The Shockers trailing by 13. And that free throw is good. This is if they can start getting to the line, which they didn't in the first half. They only had four free throw attempts. That's something they really have to capitalize on because it's an opportunity to score with the clock stopped in a one-sided game at the moment. Gonzales is cooperating with them. They've gone to the free throw line twice in the last minute or so, and they've been one of two each of those two times. Another try for Udeze, who on the season is shooting 72% right on the number. That one's up, and it's good. Low with four. He and Ricky Council have combined for four for four from the line. They have double team on Haywood in backcourt. Got it away to Horn, rushing it up the court. Dexter Dennis picks him up. Picked up his dribble, throws it way out to Sam Griffin. Wichita State down by 11, and since it got to 15, that's as close as they've been. Jackson working the left side of the lane, back through the lane, spinning, and tried to dish it off, but it bounces out to Horn for three, and that's the kind of day it's been. He made a bad pass. Adowu didn't even see it coming. It deflected off of him out to Horn, who makes a wide-open three -pointer. Whenever it gets into Horn's hands, it's dangerous territory. He's just such a marvelous shooter. And the lead is back to 14, 46-32. Ricky Council trying to penetrate a little bit. Steps back, three right wing, no good. And the rebound to Haywood for Tulsa. It's a good open shot, but he's just not getting anything to fall from outside. Griffin in the front court. Working the left side, has a screen to the right wing, picked it up, and way out front to Jackson. He'll fake a handoff, drive it down low, picked up his dribble, throws it way out front to Griffin. Seven to shoot, Griffin down the lane, stops, drops it in the lane. Odowu from about eight feet, a hard shot off the backboard, but the rebound put up and in by Horn. That's where you have a real difficult time. You can't let them get those offensive rebounds. Horn is a very good rebounder, Mike, but you just can't give those up. So the Shockers nearly had a stop, gave up a layup, nearly had a stop, give up an offensive rebound, put back, and a timeout taken by Wichita State with 12.34 to go. We'll keep it here. This will not be the under 12. Tulsa now with its biggest lead yet at 16, 48-32 with only 12.34 remaining. Just not long enough runs. What they've been able to do is maybe chip away at four points here, five points there, but then they allow Tulsa some pretty easy baskets on the way back. And a good, good shot by Horn from the left corner. He's a master at making those, Mike, and it seems like everything's going Tulsa's way this, uh, this afternoon. United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. We want to recognize your small business with the spotlight on small business sweepstakes. You could win a chance to promote your business to Shocker fans. Winners receive radio promotions, social media recognition, and more. Register to put your business in the spotlight. Visit www.goshockers.com backslash small business spotlight. Etienne left wing. Cross court to Dennis. Long three by Dexter. Good. There it is. Dexter Dennis with his first field goal of any kind today, and it's a three-pointer, but Tulsa still leads by 13 at the moment. Bringing it up, Sam Griffin. Quay Grant will pick him up just into the front court. Gives it up to Adowu, way out above the top of the arc, over to Haywood. Haywood right half of the floor. Putting it on the floor, dribbles left. And cross-court pass to Horn. He takes it in the lane. 
floater missed. Rebound Ricky Council for Wichita State. Long outlet up court left side to Etienne. Tyson goes by a couple of defenders. And oh my heavens. I don't know what it is about him. He can take more contact than anybody and they won't call a foul. They call a jump ball on that penetration. They'll stay with Wichita State, but he took a ton of contact. Wichita State will have the possession coming out of the timeout. 11.46 to go in the second half. It is Tulsa, 48, Wichita State, 35. What do you want to be when you grow up? Adults don't get asked that too often, but that doesn't mean we don't have answers. Maybe you want to be retired at 60. Maybe you want to be a homeowner. Maybe you still want to be an astronaut. The sky's the limit. Equity Bank knows you're never too grown up to stop dreaming. That's why we offer personal banking services to help turn your dreams into reality. And who knows, NASA might be calling sooner than you think. Equity Bank, bank like anything's possible. Member FDIC. We know mental health is important, and many Kansans consider getting care but haven't. Deciding to get care can be challenging. Finding the right care shouldn't be. With my resource through Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas, the process is simple and available for all Kansans. Whether it's your first time getting help or you know exactly what you're looking for, we can help find the right providers who are near you and accepting new clients. Find the right care today at bcbsks.com slash miresource. So, you have a new smart speaker or a connected device. No matter what device you have, Odyssey has something you'll love. Blast your favorite music on home entertainment devices like Roku, Chromecast, Sonos, and more. Just look for the Odyssey app. Want to access more stations through your car? Try out Odyssey with Waze or Apple CarPlay. Plus, listen to your favorite stations on your phone with the Odyssey app. Listen to Odyssey anytime on all your smart speakers and connected devices. Odyssey. 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 Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. Wichita State University Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Tulsa in the first half shot an even 50%. They're close to that, 45 and a half in the second. Wichita State in the first half and even 30%, a little better, 33 in the second, but they've only had nine shots to Tulsa's 11. Tulsa led by 10 at the half, stretched that to 15. The Shockers cut it to, I believe, 11, and then it was back up to 16. Now it's a 13-point advantage. Wichita State will have the possession, and the Shockers still just not finding any answers really offensively. No one's gotten hot. Ricky Council able to stay in the game in the second half after getting two early fouls in the first. He has seven points, but he's still only two of seven from the field. Yeah, it, it boils down to two basic things. Well, first of all, Wichita State is rebounding better. They're not uh, giving up as many points off of turnovers, only several in the second half, but they're just not hitting their shots. Well, I think the soccer defense has stepped it up a little bit. Uh, the pressing full court, and then they're, they're, they've shut down the shots at the basket. They're, they're not letting Jackson get to the basket, and, but unfortunately, Jariah Horns hit a couple of threes, and that's, that's kept the uh, margin where it's at. The other thing that's really hurt is they've had two really good defensive possessions, and then right at the end of one, let Haywood drive the lane and lay it in, and then on the other, just a short time ago, gave up an offensive rebound put back by Horn. You know, the Shockers haven't given up any assists in the second half. Their defense, as Bob has said, has tightened a little bit. 
but their offense just isn't doing what they need to do to win this basketball game. Quay Grant into Dexter Dennis, cross court right side to Etienne, out front to Grant, 17 on the shot clock, left wing council, takes the three, penetrates, jump stop, back out to Grant, out in front Etienne, right wing Dennis, he drives it, looks to step through, no, no. gives it to Grant, Quay gets a man in the air, double pump three off the back. It's a pretty good shot considering Udeze offensive rebound out front to Grant, and the Shockers will reset. 15 now on the shot clock. Grant drives, gets in the lane, gets a man in the air, took heavy contact he and banks it in. Chance for a three-point play for Quay Grant. Well, and he's played two really good games against this ball club, especially the game uh, down in Tulsa, and they're going to need him to penetrate a little bit, to be aggressive with that basketball, and now he has a chance for another three-point play. That cut it to 11. He could actually get it to 10 here, and that would be the closest the Shockers have been since early in the second half, in fact, right at halftime with still 11-12 to go. Ricky Council's going to get a breather. Monzi Jackson is back in. Quay Grant to the free throw line for the first time as well, puts that one up and gets it. He's going to say he's had trouble getting to the line consistency and so his free throw shooting's kind of come and gone. At times it's very good and then at times hasn't been there for a while. He might miss a couple. Tulsa against the press, long pass up to Horn, takes it in the lane, little jump hook, short, and oh. but the rebound comes loose, and Monzi Jackson saves it to Dexter Dennis. Dexter into the front court, stops right wing, gives it to Grant, back to Dennis near the right corner. Puts it on the floor, back to Grant. Boy, Horn had a little close point-blank shot and missed it, and I thought the Shockers weren't going to get the rebound again, but did. Now Dennis penetrates, pulls up, out to Grant, Nine to shoot. Quay down into the lane. Fell, but gets it out to Jackson for a three. It's an air ball and rebounded by Tulsa. And then Darian Jackson's fouled by Quay Grant coming out of there on the dribble. Yeah, not a terrible foul. Uh, Grant has some fouls to give. And toward the end of the ball game, um, it's pretty good if the other team is close to the one-and-one one or in the one-and-one. One. So when you stop the, uh, the play, that you have a chance to get uh, them to the free throw line and hope that they miss. But we're thinking way, way beyond where we need to at the 10-30 mark. Second team foul of the half was all. Griffin at the top to Horn. Dribble handoff to Haywood, back to Horn. For Griffin works the left side in the lane to Doe. We had it knocked away, gets it back. Spins, kind of forced, and they're going to call the foul on Udeze. That's going to be his second, team's third. This will be two shots for Ray Adowu. The sad thing about that last shocker possession is they've been down by 13, 14, 15. They got it within 10 and actually had a chance to get it inside double digits and didn't end up getting a very good look. Adowu from the free throw line is 68%. He had been one. And he Short. misses that. He was one of three in the last ball game the other day. Just three of nine in his last four ball games. You don't want to necessarily put anybody intentionally on the free throw line, certainly at this point. But if somebody is going to go to the line, Mr. Odowu is the one you want to put there. They've missed the front end of three two-shot opportunities, and he missed them both. And Monzi Jackson up to snatch the rebound and a foul over the back on Tulsa. What a waste. Monzi went up and grabbed it with his left hand, <laughs> one-handed. And not sure who the foul was on, but that's the fifth team throw. Wichita State possession, so they didn't Curtis, give up anything there. Curtis Howard is the one that committed that foul. Another chance for the Shockers to cut it inside 10. Dennis, left half of the floor just above the arc. Now to Grant. He was going to try to drive it, fumbled it. 
Darian Jackson out on him. Over to Dexter Dennis right side. Dexter looking to drive it. Takes it into the lane. Jump stop. Goes up in close and got it. Oh, nice goodness. finish by Dexter Dennis who now has seven and the Shockers have cut the lead to eight. As athletic as he is, he's capable of doing that frequently. Tulsa quickly up court. Horn banging his way in there. Throws it in the lane to Doe. Will got it up. Missed a little left-hander. Battle for the rebound. A jump ball. Possession will stay with Tulsa. But Monzi Jackson fighting with the bigger Doe who managed to at least tie it up. Tulsa will play it in from underneath. They were playing so relaxed, Mike, through most of the second half. And now Tulsa is starting to tighten up. Missing shots that they should or would ordinarily make. Baseline jumper by Griffin, no good. And three Shockers oh. fighting each other for it. Knocked it loose to Tulsa. Haywood down the lane. Pulls up. He's traveled. He traveled. Yeah, he, got about three different officials saw it. <laughs> he stopped, took a step, stopped, took another step, and Wichita State will get it back. Boy, it's just been one of those games. Three Shockers giving great effort on the boards. They managed to knock it away from each other to Tulsa. It'll happen, and if it happens, Mike, because of a, an effort mistake like that, not e even a mistake, those are ones you can overlook. Wichita State playing it in. Quay Grant brings it up. Shockers down eight after trailing by 16. Still 9.22 to go. Dexter Dennis dribble handoff to Quay Grant. Dribbles to the right wing. Pulls it back. Open three. Nice. Way off the mark. And the <laughs> rebound to Horn. Didn't even draw iron. Haywood up court. Open jumper. No good. And the tip in by Tulsa's Jerry Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, that's where you always have to make sure you know where your man is and get a man on your hip. Although that was an odd rebound for a three-point shot because it stayed up there right near the basket instead of going out uh, seven or eight feet. 18 for Darian Jackson. Tulsa back to a 10-point lead. Etienne right side spins. Gets it three away and got it blocked by Jackson. Goes and gets it back himself. Now it's loose on the floor. Another wild scramble. They're going to call a foul on Etienne. He was trying to get to the ball and tie it up, but he went over the back of the Tulsa player who had kind of screened him from it. And that will be Tyson's second personal foul and the team's fourth. Tulsa gets it back. So the Shockers had cut it to eight, had a possession to cut it to six, and now it's back to ten, and Tulsa has the ball. 8.41, still to go. Dexter Dennis getting his first breather of the half. Ricky Council is back in. Double team on Haywood in backcourt. Got it away to Sam Griffin. Griffin up court to Jackson. Drives in the lane. Bounces it under. It got knocked loose. And Etienne comes out of there with it. Shockers turn the hurricane over. Grant at the top in the offensive end. Goes right side to Etienne. Tyson looking for a ball screen up high. Council's going to come up there now and set it. Tyson double teamed over to Ricky right wing. He goes to drive it and travel. Dragged his pivot foot. Isaac Jackson questioning that call by Anthony Jordan. But it's going to go back to Tulsa. Isaac questioned Anthony Jordan who made the call and now also talking to one of the other officials. You know, players do that a lot. That pivot foot isn't quite as set in cement as it should be, but they rarely, you don't see it called too often unless it's really, really obvious. Tulsa in the front court, Jariah Horn, dribble handoff to Haywood, way out near the timeline to Griffin, middle of the floor, gives it to Jackson, cutting into the keyhole, down the lane, throws it over to Adowu, and a foul on Etienne, trying to cut off the pass. That's going to be Tyson's third. 
Team foul number five, so this is still not a free throw situation. Well, they're going to say he's in the act of shooting. I what? thought he was, he was catching oh, the pass. There's no way that was a shot. But if you're going to put somebody at the line, I guess it's this guy who just he's missed two straight. He should refuse to accept this free throw opportunity. <laughs> if that was a field goal attempt, he should be embarrassed. Morris Udeze at Kenny Poto in for Wichita State. Free throws, good. Oh, that was the Shockers' seventh team foul. I guess I had oh, failed to write down go. a couple, so that's what it was. It was a one-and-one. Doe now with five points. He'll get the bonus end of the one-and-one one opportunity. 8.01, still to go. That free throw misses. Rebound, Quay Grant. So it's an 11-point lead for Tulsa. Grant into the front court. Tulsa was back and set. Right side of the floor to Etienne. Griffin out on him tightly. Out front to Monzi Jackson. Left side, Ricky Council. A couple of dribbles across the top. Looking to drive it. Gets in the lane. Pull up 15-footer, and he's fouled on the shot. Came up way short, but a foul, I think, on Haywood. And it'll be two shots for Ricky Council when we come back. Timeout on the floor with 7.43 to go in the second half. And it's Tulsa 51, Wichita State 40. Hey, Shocker fans, this is Billy Lubers with Lubers and Cheney. If you're in the market for a new Chevy, Ford, or pre-loved car, truck, or SUV, we invite you to visit us in Cheney or online anytime at luberscars.com. Lubers, proud supporters of WSU Athletics and your friendly way to buy. When you have trouble sleeping, it's tough. When kids have trouble sleeping... Mom, I can't sleep. Dad, just one more story? For nights like this, try Vicks Pure Z's Kids. Our great-tasting gummies are specially formulated for kids with a unique blend of botanicals and a low dose of melatonin to support their natural sleep cycle. Best of all, they're drug-free and non-habit-forming. Help your child fall asleep naturally with Pure Z's Kids Gummies. Consult with a doctor before use for ages 4 and up. Macy's One Day Sale has great deals of the day, like 60% off cookware from Martha Stewart Collection, Sedona, and more. Pick out some new sparkle with 60% off select Effie Fine Jewelry. Then add designer suits to his rotation, now 50 to 60% off. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days, starting tomorrow. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Michael Rogers, Sean Chapman, or Kerry Mock. In Valley Center, see Tim Dink. In Newton, see Ken Hall. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Mike Kennedy, Dave Dahl, Bob Hall back at the American Tournament in Fort Worth. First round game, Wichita State, the seventh seed, has been behind all the way. The Shockers did take one late one-point lead in the first half, but then Tulsa came right back to take a 10-point halftime lead. Tulsa is led by as many as 16. Right now it's 11. Ricky Council going to the line for two free throws, and Bob, as we were talking off the air a little bit ago, the Shockers got it to eight, had a possession. In a game like this, that's where you've got to convert because you're starting to see Tulsa feel a little bit of pressure from the Shockers, but you can really start to ratchet that up if you can keep scoring. Yeah, you could add a lot more pressure to them if you'd hit a shot and get it from eight to six or five, and 
Uh, it seems like when they've had an opportunity to do that, they've come up empty on that trip, missing a, a, a shot or, or not converting. And uh, I just think they, they're just going to have to knock down some shots here and, and try to put some pressure on, on Tulsa. But Tulsa's, uh, to their credit, they're, they're playing a really good matchup zone, and they seem to be anticipating what the Shockers are going to do and doing a nice job of defending it. Wichita State closed the, uh, closed the gap on rebounding. But uh, Tulsa then now is three rebounds ahead, 30 to 17. And uh, they're cooperating with Wichita State when they go to the free throw line. They're only seven of 13 from the free throw line. So Wichita State has opportunities to come in, but they have to capitalize from the field. Good ball movement, good off ball movement. And then they need to uh, start to convert those shots. And taking it inside seems to help when you can get guys like Council to the free throw line. Wichita State back to back. It's two best shooting games of the year. Today they were 30% in the first half. They're 33 in the second. 31.1 for the game. Tulsa's come down a little to 45 for the game. 37.5% in the second half. But it's still, you th you've got to think the Shockers can be a little better than this shooting-wise down the street. Well, there's, there's seven and a half minutes to go. They, you know, they just need a couple of guys to get hot here and, and get on a little bit of a run. And Wichita State uh, has no players in double figures. Is that what you read, Mike? I think so. I think that's yeah. right. Council makes the free throw. He's now got eight. Three for three from the line. And Grant has eight, and Etienne, I believe, has, has eight as eight. well. And Dexter Dennis with six. That one bounces a couple of times and bounces in. Ricky Council with nine. Lead is nine now for Tulsa. Full court pressure. Haywood having trouble getting it in. That was almost a five-second count. Got to Jackson. Back to Haywood. Sam Griffin still in backcourt. Dribbles up across the timeline. Guarded by Ricky Council. Shockers are man-to-man. -man. 51-42 Tulsa. Still seven and a half minutes to go. Bounce pass to Jackson coming out front. Hands it up. Oh, faked a handoff. Dribbles deep on the right side. but comes back up to the wing. Now takes it in the lane. That scoop shot again. This time it rolls out. Oh but Adowu gets the rebound and puts it back in. Ooh. Kenny Poto had to come over to help on Jackson. And that left Adowu open on the board. And he put it back in. And Tulsa back to an 11-point lead. Quay Grant left wing. Mid lane, Council spins in there. The turnaround is way short. Rebound loose. Kenny Poto saves it. Out to Etienne. Right corner, Grant for three. Good! Quay Grant with his second tray of the game. He's got 11 in the Shockers now. Back to within eight. He feels really comfortable, Mike. He's not going to come out of the ball game. They need him in there, especially uh, when you've got Porter that's not able to play today. Boy, I give Kenny Poto some credit for fighting and getting that offensive rebound to keep the possession alive. And finding Grant. Dribble weave out front. Griffin trying to penetrate the left side. Bounce pass to Lane Adowu. A little short jumper. Missed it. About a six-footer rebounded by Ricky Council. Once again, the Shockers with a chance to get it inside eight. They failed to do so on one earlier opportunity. Etienne left side. Back in the middle of Council. Back to Etienne. Back to Council. Right side, Quay Grant. Now out front to Etienne. Darian Jackson comes out on him. Council comes out top to get it. Ten to shoot. Takes it down the lane. Draws contact. They're going to call a block on Tulsa. And Ricky Council, on a play that could have gone either way, gets a foul call on Ray Adowu, and that'll be his fourth. The Shockers are standing, Mike. Uh, they're, not, they're not moving off ball. They're not forcing that zone defense to react to them. They're just passing it between the three perimeter people out front. And they need to have some movement off ball to at least make Tulsa turn their head so they can break somebody into that middle area. Ricky Council, four for four from the line. First of two. Perfect. 
He becomes the first shocker in double figures with 10. That cuts the lead to seven, and still 6.06 to go in the second half. Morris Udeze is back in. Poto went out. Shockers with a pretty small lineup with Grant, Council, Dennis, Etienne, and then Udeze. You can get by with that with this ball club against Tulsa. And Council made them both. It's a six-point game now with 6.06 to go. 53-47. Ricky Council and Quay Grant with 11 apiece to lead the Shockers. Sam Griffin up court. His pass is deflected. Loose on the sideline. Saved by Adou. The Shockers almost stole it. Way out front, Curtis Haywood. Couple of dribbles, right wing to Jariah Horn. Launches Whoa. a three, no good. Off the back, Dexter Dennis snatched the rebound and a foul over the back on Darian Jackson. Jackson's upset, Frank Haith is upset, but I thought it was about as obvious as it Me could too. have been. Yeah, I'm surprised the whistle didn't blow a little bit earlier. Second foul on Jackson, eighth personal. This will be a one and one for Dexter Dennis with a chance to put the Shockers within four. He was one of two from the line in the first half. We mentioned on that occasion that he is better than 80% for the year, 80.4. He's coming off a game against ECU in which he went three for four, making him 13 of 14 over the last seven games. That one's up and bounces in. Boy, I thought he had missed it. It was it left. It took everything you had in your, <laughs> in your vocabulary to get that one through, Mr. Kennedy. Hit left, bounced off the back, and <laughs> went in. He's got seven, and now he could make it a four-point game with 5.49 to go. That one's up. And short, rebound Tulsa, Jeremiah Horn. But the Shockers are at least in this one now. Down five in front court. Griffin double teamed, having trouble getting rid of it. Pass to Adowu and out to Horn, who hands it over to Haywood. Shockers putting on intense defensive pressure now. Way out front, Horn, guarded by Council. He tries for a backdoor cut underneath. Haywood throws it back in the lane to Adowu. Double team, throws it out to Jackson. Spinning in there with two to shoot. Barely got it off. It's short. Rebound to Dowu. That's another time the Shockers have made a stop and then couldn't get the defensive rebound. That's at least three occasions where they have had a big stop and then did not finish it off with the rebound. Griffin driving. Floater way off the mark. Rebound Dexter Dennis. Shockers with the ball down five. Still almost five minutes to go. Dexter Dennis at the top. Left wing to Etienne. Puts it on the floor and oh. throws a horrible pass, intercepted. It's a two-on-one fast break, and Griffin traveled, gets fouled going in. He caught the ball, ran two full steps, and then went up, and Etienne fouled him. But Etienne made a bad pass right in the middle of the defense at the free-throw circle. Yeah, it never touched the floor. It was just a pass, man-to-man -man pass, too, easily to, too easy to defend. You have to realize Tulsa is a master at this defense, Mike. They practice it. They play it every ball game for as long as these players are in this program, and they're going to be able to anticipate that class. This is not the guy to foul. 84% free throw shooter. He makes the first one. He's got 12. Six-point Tulsa lead. Still 4.48 to go. The Shockers have really made a run, but they keep giving Tulsa opportunities to hold them off. He misses the second one. Rebound. Udeze took it away from Dexter Dennis. So it is a six-point game. 4.41 to go. Tulsa missing some free throws down the stretch. Quay Grant right out front with it. Left wing to Dexter Dennis. Back in the middle to Quay Grant. One-on-one -on -one against Darian Jackson. Council comes out to get it. 
Step back three. Good. Oh, my. Step back about a 25-footer. Ricky now with 14, 11 in the second half, and the Shockers have pulled to within three. Double team on Griffin in the backcourt and a foul. Quay Grant really upset. He thought he had a clean deflection. It's going to be his fourth foul and a one-and-one one for Sam Griffin. Well, he doesn't miss many free throws in a game in eight of his last nine ball games. Hadn't gone to the line much, but he had made 13 of 14, 90, almost 93% during that time period. He's missed the one he'll probably be missing for the entirety of this ball game. Front end of a one-and-one one with a three-point lead and 4-11 still to play. Griffin has 12 points, front end is good. Just sneaked over the front, I thought it was gonna be a little short. He's got 13, Tulsa lead back to four. Sam Griffin is a first year player at Tulsa, transfer after two years at Texas Arlington. That one is also good. So it's back to a five point lead for the Hurricanes. Still plenty of time, 4.11 to go. Quay Grant brings it up for Wichita State. To Etienne and back to Grant. Dexter Dennis comes out front to get it, hands it off to Ricky Council, who hands to Grant. Quay gets down in the lane, then back out to Dennis, left corner Etienne. He drives it, pull up from 10, nope, nope, no nope. good off the back. Rebound, Council, follow shot, good! Double pump off the glass. Ricky Council with 16, and the Shockers are back to within three. Pure athleticism on Council's part. In backcourt, Haywood, double team, pass cross court, Griffin into the front court to Udowu, over to Haywood. Left side, Jariah Horn, way out to Griffin near the timeline. Shot clock down to 15, about three and a half minutes to go. Yikes. Long three, good. Oh my. Wow, huge three by Sam Griffin. He's now got 17, that's his third tray, and Houston back, to, or Tulsa back to a six point lead. That's an incredible shot, I'm surprised he even took it. We've got a, uh, a stoppage of play. Anthony Jordan noticed uh, apparently a scratch on the arm of Morris Udeze that's bleeding, and so they're going to stop the clock, and this will be the under four timeout. So we'll send it away with 3.14 to go in the second half. The Shockers trying to rally, but Tulsa hanging on right now, leading Wichita State 59-53. Imagine if you had a superpower. Would you make people fly? At Textron Aviation, that's what we do every day, and we're hiring. Ask any of our employees. Working at Textron Aviation is more than a job. It's an opportunity with competitive compensation, health and life insurance benefits, matching 401k, paid leave, education assistance, and relocation packages. We firmly believe that when your career soars, so do we. Discover your superpower at Textron Aviation. For a complete list of job openings, visit txtav.com careers. A new career awaits. A smile is a powerful thing, especially when it's protected by the nation's largest network of dentists. Delta Dental. Not only is a healthy smile a good indicator of your overall health, it also comes in handy when you're stealing the fries off your friend's plate, even though you didn't want fries. But here you are, smiling that healthy smile of yours, taking one after another. Schedule a checkup today and unleash your smile power with affordable dental benefits from Delta Dental of Kansas. 
You'd love to have your AC and furnace systems checked to be sure they're working properly, but you don't want to pay for an expensive service call. Well, as a new Faunastock customer, you can have a trained HVAC tech come to a system diagnostic, suggest ways to improve your efficiency, and provide a free estimate on any needed repairs. All for just $19.46, the year Faunastock started. It's the new customer $19.46 special, only from Faunastock. License number 1747S. Listen for all WSU Shocker basketball games on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Three minutes, 14 seconds to go here in Fort Worth, Wichita State. Trying to hang on and come back in this first round conference tournament game. They've been down by as many as 16. That was with 12.40 to go. They've been as close as three. But it's back to a six-point Tulsa lead. Wichita State with the ball. Sam Griffin a moment ago hit a long, long three just ahead of the end of the shot clock. Huge basket for Tulsa that got them back to a six-point advantage. But still time for Wichita State. You would feel much, much better if they at least get a basket of some kind on this trip down the yeah, floor. Yeah, and they're doing a good job defensively. Tulsa's shooting only 34.8% from the field in the second half. Wichita State is closing the gap on the rebounding end. Although Tulsa's come up with a couple of offensive rebounds, I was shocked that Griffin even took that shot, Mike. He had been 2 of 9 from the three-point stripe. There was plenty of time left on the clock. He was way, way out. He's not having a good... Uh, field goal shooting game, although he scored 17 points, and I'll be darned not only did he take the shot, but he swished it. Wichita State playing without Craig Porter, and Quay Grant has stepped up to score 11 points with two rebounds, three assists, and just one turnover. He's made four of ten shots, including two of five from three. Ricky Council's made two of his last three shots, and has scored 16 points, 13 in the second half, to help rally the Shockers. So they're hanging in there, but they need to keep scoring because they were far enough down. They've had a long way to come back, and they're going to run out of time if they don't convert on just about every possession. Yeah, time is not on their side, and Tulsa has not shot the ball well from the free throw throw line, Mike. Only 6 of 12 in the second half. 10 of 17 for under 59% from the ball for the ball game, but toward the end of the game, they're going to have the ball in their good shooter's hands, and Wichita State can't rely on the good free throw shooters to miss too many more of those. Big possession here for the Shockers, 16 on the shot clock. Ricky Council over to Dexter Dennis, wide open three, no good. Boy, that would have been huge. That would have cut it back to three, he had a great look. He was wide open, just to the right of the free throw circle. Into the front court, Curtis Haywood. Now the Shockers definitely need to stop, and Haywood throws it off the hand of Griffin out of bounds. Just kind of a wild, sloppy pass. That is Tulsa's 10th turnover. Wichita State's only had two turnovers in the second half, and both were very early in the half in the first two or three minutes. They've taken care of the basketball, yet points off of turnovers is decidedly in Tulsa's favor, 18-5. In the front court, Quay Grant, standing dribble way out front. Gets it to Council. Ricky starts left, goes around Haywood. Down the lane. Ball got knocked away. Jerry and Jackson on a breakaway. Quay Grant tries to cut him off, and Jackson lays it in. So Council trying to make a play, turned it over, and now Tulsa's lead is 8 with 2.26 to go. Etienne off the screen to the right wing. Back out front to Council. Left wing Grant. 
Looked inside, penetrates, down the lane, over to Dennis, open three right corner. That's no good. And another rebound at Tulsa. So Dexter's had two wide open three-point looks on the last two trips and couldn't knock either one down. Tulsa in the front court. Now the chance to expand their lead back to ten or more. Haywood comes out to get it from Horn, drives the left side of the lane, and close, and missed the layup, but another offensive rebound, and Adowu gets the follow and the foul, and that may be the final dagger there. Good grief. I mean, he wasn't even, his back was to the basket. He was just throwing it up, hoping to get a two-shot foul. Was able to convert that on a miraculous shot, and now Udowu has a chance for the two-plus-one. That was on Udeze, his third. Adowu is one of four from the free throw line. The chance for a three-point play here. Kenny Poto in through Udeze. Tulsa back to a 10-point lead with just a minute 55 to go. Ray Adowu now with nine points. Averages a little under eight per game for the season. Free throw is no good. Bounces off, grabbed by Dexter Dennis. The Shockers have a lot of work to do quickly. Down 10, Etienne. Three from out front. No good. That's three good three-point looks on the last three possessions. Dexter Dennis steals the rebound. Etienne trying to penetrate over to Poto. He thought about it. Gives it back to Etienne. Tyson splits down into the lane. Throws up a floater. That bounces in. Hit on the front rim. Bounced in his first two points of the second half. It's still an eight-point Tulsa lead with a minute 27 to go. Sam Griffin over to Jariah Horn. Still in backcourt across the timeline to Adowu. Hands it off to Horn, takes it down low into traffic, and he was almost lost it. Now throws up a shot, and it rattles in. He almost lost the ball, spun around, threw one up, and knocks it down. Horn was 16. It's back to a 10-point lead. At the end of the lane, dealt it off to Dexter Dennis, and a foul on Tulsa. At the end, will go to the line. But only a minute five to go. The Shockers, who had it down to as close as three at one point, now down by 10 with only a minute five to play. They didn't have a possession to cut it within three, did they? I think maybe. I can't remember. I think that's when Griffin hit the three-point shot. It was 56-53, and Griffin hit the three. At the end, this is a one-and-one, and, one, and he hits the front end, so he's got 11 now. Shockers have shot it very well from the line in the second half. In fact, they have now made 11 of 12 free throws in the second half. But it looks like it's not going to be enough. That one is good. It's an eight-point Tulsa lead with just over a minute to go. 105 remaining. Ball comes into Griffin in backcourt. Double team on him. Throws it up court. And the ball almost got deflected away. But Horn to Adowu back over to Horn. Horn dunked, but I think there was a foul. Kenny Poto fouled Adowu as he made the pass to Horn. So the basket won't count. Adowu will go to the line. And now everything's two shots for both sides. Although that's that's, that's a smart foul. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Another near steal by the Shockers, but it deflected to Horn. He raced it up court, threw it to Adowu. He was going to go right back to Horn for the dunk. And a foul on Kenny Proto on the pass. So Adowu, who's one of five from the free throw line, shooting two shots. First one is no good. Spins off. Right now, it is a eight-point lead. So it's a three-possession lead, and he can't make it any more than that. He could move the lead to nine, but it's three possessions with 59 seconds to go. And that one is good. 
So Adowu gets to 10 points on the day, two for seven from the line. Etienne pushing it up court. Sockers are going to have to score quickly. Etienne drives down the lane, goes all the way to the basket and scores on the layup. The seas parted. Etienne goes in to score. And then a near steal. Quay Grant trying to oh, save the it official. In. The official's in his way. Crashed into our table and couldn't quite get it into a teammate. Yeah. It'll go back to Tulsa. And it's not the official's fault. He just He's where he's supposed to be, and the official is part of the floor. But heaven's sakes... Um, I think probably Dexter could have gotten to that ball, but for the official. Steel could be big. Shockers are still down seven. They've got to probably turn Tulsa over a time or two. Timeline Griffin gets it across the timeline. Move quickly to Jariah Horn. Back over to Griffin. Griffin and Horn are the two guys who don't really want to foul. And Etienne finally fouls Griffin to stop the clock, and that will foul him out of the game. That's Etienne's fifth foul. Comes with just 38 seconds to go. Second time this season that he has fouled out of a ball game. He'll finish with 14. He had eight fairly early in the first half, and then nothing in the second half until just right here at the end. He has scored six late points. Looks like Chauncey Jenkins may come in for him. Sam Griffin at the line, again, an 84% free throw shooter who's 4 of 5 on the day. The lead is 7 for Tulsa with 38 seconds to go. And looks like the Shocker season is about to end here this afternoon in Fort Worth. Griffin's free throw, good. So he's got 18, by far the best game he's had. Well, I, I take that back. He had 17 against the Shockers in Wichita, and then they really shut him down in the game last week in Tulsa. He's had a 25-point high. That one's good also. That three that he hit when the Shockers had it to three is the play of the game. It sure is. That was the killer. Quay Grant down the lane, all the way to the basket, and the layup is good. Quay Grant with a strong finish. He's got 13. Again, the Shockers looking to steal it. 29 seconds to go. They do steal it. Dexter Dennis goes up in close, gets the basket, and a foul on Tulsa. Dexter Dennis cuts it to five with 26 and a half seconds to go as the Shockers stole it on the press and Dexter able to finish as he was being fouled. Well, a beautiful defense, not just on Dex's part, but everybody that was covering the next open man. Dexter Dennis is two of four from the free throw line. Shockers need every possible point. This could cut it to four with 26 and a half seconds. Free throw, good. So Dexter with 10. And again, the Shockers will put on the press. Davius Drain is into the Tulsa lineup, replacing Ray Adowu as they try to get another ball handler in there. And somebody that maybe can shoot, maybe can <laughs> shoot a little bit better from the free throw line. Haywood getting it in to Drain. He's fouled immediately by Kenny Poto. So that stops the clock with 25 seconds to go. Hey, here's a guy that you're going to have to take a senile dog up to the free throw line. He just <laughs> has hope. no idea where it is. One of three. I mean, he's played 20, he's started 13 games, played 26, one of three from the three-point, from the free takes, throw line. Takes all of his shots from three-point range, so he rarely gets around the basket. One of three from the free-throw line. This will be two shots. First one is up and bouncing. Ow, oh, in. Bounced way up, bounced again, spun around and fell in. That's the first point for Drain in the ballgame. That gets the lead back to five, and he makes the second one cleanly. So now it's a six-point game, 25 seconds left. Still not impossible. Shockers will probably have to hit a three. Comes into Quay Grant. 
He races it up the floor, gets a screen from Poto. Three-pointer, no good, off the back. Rebound batted around, and yeah. it's saved by Horn for Tulsa and a foul on Wichita State, and that will do it. 17 yeah. seconds to go. They needed that one to go down, and he got a good look. The Shockers just have not been able to make enough open threes in the second half to finish off the comeback. Yeah, when you close things out like that, you need some desperation shots to go in. Not a bad opportunity for Quay Grant. It certainly would have been nice if he would have made it, but missing it means that the game is probably over, especially when you've got a guy like Horn at the free throw line. One of the best free throw shooters around. He's now got 17 as he knocks the first one out. He missed one earlier. It was only one of two in the game, but we've mentioned earlier 86-plus percent on the year. And that one is no good. Rebound to Ricky Council. Rushing it up court, driving it all the way to the basket. Was going to go for the dunk. He got fouled instead and banks it in. That'll stop the clock with 12 and a half seconds left. And it is 71-66. Frank Haith just has to be beside himself. Fouling on situations like that. Good heaven's sakes. 81 point or 81, 18 points for Ricky Council. It is 71-66. He'll try to cut it to four here. Still 12 and a half seconds to go. Free throw good. Ricky seven for seven from the free throw line. 19 points, 16 in the half. Monzi Jackson in, Kenny Poto out. Still a desperation situation for yeah, Wichita State because it's a four-point game. If it were three, then you'd think a steal and a three-pointer could tie it, but they've got they've got to get two possessions somehow in 12 and a half seconds. Well, and that means you've got to foul. If you don't get the steal, you have to foul immediately, and they have a lot of good free-throw shooters, although they haven't been proving it in this ballgame. Wichita State was held to 24 points in the first half. They have 43 in the second half, but Tulsa has scored 37 in the half after a 34-point first half, and they've done just enough down the stretch to hang on against a hard shocker comeback. Wichita State now at 43% shooting in the second half, 36.7 for the game, but Tulsa 41% in the half, 45 for the game. They've made seven of 23s, the Shockers seven of 25. So they've kept it even with the number made. Same thing at the free throw line. They're only 16 of 26. The Shockers are 16 of 19. Horn running the baseline, got it into Griffin. They knocked the ball loose, but a foul. And the Shocker fans thought that was a clean deflection, but it will send the 84% free throw shooter to the line for two shots. Well, you'll see how much savvy he has, how cool of a customer he is going to the free throw line. And Griffin is hes used to these types of situations. And um, this, <laughs> this game is really, really important to both teams. They want to keep on playing for tomorrow night, and it certainly is to a guy like Griffin. Free throw, good. That keeps it, well, it was a two-possession game anyway. He can get it to where Wichita State will have to make two threes in the last 10.7 seconds. It's now a five-point lead, and that'll make it six. He is eight of nine from the free throw line. He's made his last seven in a row. Council into Grant. Shockers really have to hurry. Quay over to Ricky. Long three from out front. Short, tipped up in the air, rebounded by Horn. Six. That's going to be the ball game. I think time expired as they were going to call a foul on Kenny Poto. Game is over. Final score, 
Tulsa 73, Wichita State 67 as the Shockers' season will come to an end here this afternoon in Fort Worth. Stay with us for the Chicken and Pickle postgame show. Wichita is Shocker country, and Chicken and Pickle is your headquarters for family fun and the best Wichita State watch parties in town. Chicken and Pickle at 13th and Greenwich, just off 96. Take your game day to the next level with pickleball, yard games, ice skating, live music, food and drink specials, and more. Catch the Shockers game on their big screen TVs. There's no better place to watch the Shockers than a Chicken and Pickle. 13th and Greenwich, just off 96. Go Shocks! Bend some ups, bend some downs, but Blue Shock's taking us on a pretty good ride this season. Now, if you want your pretty good ride to continue on into the spring and summer, keep the folks at Kansas Land Tire in mind. Your smooth ride is their goal at Kansas Land Tire, including but not limited to brakes, shocks, cooling systems, air conditioners, engine work, and of course tires and lots and lots of service. Just like you can always count on the Shockers for a fun ride, you can always count on Kansas Land Tire for a smooth ride. Eight locations all across Kansas, so to find the shop nearest you, go to kansaslandtire.com. Litton's Appliance would like to thank you for your continued support, especially during these difficult times. Due to great support from Shockers fans, business has been better than ever. Our only challenges are getting enough product and hiring additional staff to service the increased business. If you or someone you know is interested in joining our team, call us today at 316-686-3331 or stop into our store at 123 South Hillside. Go Shocks! You have a new career, but remember what you left behind? Not the job, your 401k. Baxter and Associates are 401k rollover specialists. It's still your 401k and your money. You've taken control of your professional future. Now, take control of your financial future. Baxter and Associates. Call 652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter and Associates, time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. Listen to or download a podcast of WSU Shocker Basketball on KEYN.com. Welcome back to Fort Worth and the Chicken and Pickle postgame show brought to you by Chicken and Pickle, your official Shocker watch party location at 13th and Greenwich Road. Mike Kennedy along with... Dave Dahl and Bob Hall. I'll let you guys decide on the star of the game for Brian. He was checking with us. But uh, I think Ricky. Wichita, <laughs> that's, what I would, that's who I would choose. Wichita State got off to a poor start and, in fact, had a very poor first half. Only 24 points on 30% shooting the entire first half. They had actually rallied at one point to take a one point lead, and then Tulsa ran it to 10 at halftime. Then it got to 16 early in the second half. In fact, with 12, about 12 and a half minutes to go, it was a 16-point game. And the Shockers then came fighting back and made a game of it. At one point, got it to three, but just never could quite close the gap. Tulsa made enough plays down the stretch to hold on, and the Hurricanes salvaged the final of three meetings between the two teams this season as the Shockers, for the third time in the long history of this series, went into a postseason tournament with 
with a chance to win three times, but they've only done it once, and that was way back in 1988. I, I'm very surprised, honestly, at the outcome of this game. I really expected Wichita State to be playing SMU tomorrow. As a matter of fact, I have most of my SMU prep done for tomorrow's ball game, and you can't ever take anything for granted, but the story of this ball game is the first half. Two reasons. One, Wichita State got behind, and secondly, Tulsa just developed a lot of confidence that this was a game that they could win. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I think the key point of the game, you know, you think about all the things that didn't happen at the end. They had smoking threes to cut it to one and uh, put a lot of pressure on Tulsa. But the key stretch of the game, in, 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 my, in, in my opinion, is the right before halftime when they cut it down. Uh, they had a terrible start and weren't hitting shots. Tulsa was hitting everything and getting to the basket. But then the Shockers battled back and got the thing where they had a chance to, to close it pretty closely, get, get it down to one, two, three points right before halftime. And then they had that 9-0 run right before halftime and went in up 10 at halftime, and they could relax uh, coming out of the second half. So that stretch, I thought, really, if they could have really got it tight at halftime, I thought it could have been a heck of a second half. You know, there were also some times in the second half as they were making their comeback, and they really did turn up their defense. But the, I remember at least three possessions where they made a really good defensive stand. Tulsa was barely able to get a shot off right at the end of the clock and missed it and then got an offensive rebound. And at least a couple of those times it resulted in a basket. And that that yeah, you don't kind of keeps you from really keeping the pressure on an opponent when you can't finish plays off like that. I think it was... Uh, somewhere between the four-minute mark and the three-minute mark. Um, no, it was actually after the 314 mark, and Wichita State was only trailing by three because Ricky Council had um, a, a nice basket. Thanks, guys. Good to see you. Uh, had an, one of his many nice baskets in the second half, but then when Griffin came down and shot what I thought was an ill-advised three-point shot with a lot of time still left on the shot clock, and he was way beyond that three-point stripe, and all of a sudden when he makes it, it turns into a 53-59 to game. They have a six-point lead, and the momentum shifted again. You could almost see it. Tulsa felt confident that they, get, they were going to be able to win this ball game. Yeah, when you give up uh, offensive rebounds to your opponent it, it lifts them and it deflates you it, it, it's always true and it felt like in this game guys that we were in a big hole and we get we were climbing up climbing up climbing up got to the very top just about ready to get out and then we'd fall back down again and, and that happened time after time after time we we just couldn't get all the way back and you know, some, one of the reasons is Tulsa wouldn't let us. You know, uh, they hit key shots like the one you just described with Griffin, and Horn hit some key threes after offensive rebounds. Uh, they they just figured out a way to, to, to not let us get tied, not, not let the game get tied, not let us have the lead. So uh, credit them. You know, there was one play that really stands out to me, uh, and I think it was Jackson that uh, drove the lane as he did so many times, and he, he made a pass, made a bad pass to Adowu, who didn't even see it coming. It deflected off his hand, and it bounced right to Horn, wide open on the, the left wing, yes. and he drills a three. And some of that's luck, and then but some of it's Horn making that opportunity. I mean, the Shockers had a few bounces at the other end kind of go their way, and they couldn't finish off the, the Well, he still position. had to make the shot. Yeah, you know, yeah. He still exactly had to make right. the shot. 
shot, and he did. Exactly. And I, I, we had a few bounces like that, and, but we, we didn't seem to make the shot when we needed to down and the stretch. Wichita State is not a particularly good three-point shooting team. I mean, they're the ninth most accurate three-point shooting team in the conference. They had made only 23.6% of their three-point shots in four of their last five ball games in the second half when they needed some big, big threes, and they were able to convert a few of them, but they were only three of 14 from the three-point stripe, 21.4%. And when you're playing against a zone, and Tulsa's matchup zone tempts you to take those outside shots, Wichita State could not make them pay for that with that poor three-point shooting in the second half. You know, the the three-point looks they had late to stay right there it reminded they were on separate possessions but it reminded me a little bit of that one possession at Cincinnati where they got four offensive rebounds and had five wide open three-point looks on one trip down the floor and didn't make a single one of them you kind of makes you think it's not your night you yeah know, when, sometimes when, when that happens but uh, uh, you know there was a lot of that today uh, there was a lot of uh, bounces that that went their way and, and uh, plays that that they made, you know, when they had to. Uh, and credit to uh, Darian Jackson. I mean, he played well. He played really, really well. 20 points, uh, 10 rebounds, I think. And uh, he got to the basket. You know, he got by us and got to the basket time after time after time. You know, and they did not shoot well from the free throw line. And they're a better free throw shooting team than this. 18 of 28 from the line, only 64.3%. And they just connected on two more free throws in Wichita State. But down the stretch, when they had to have the ball in their good three free throw shooters hands Jariah Horn was a surprising only two for four but then you've got Darian Jackson who made three of four and Sam Griffin who was unconscious he made um, eight of the nine free throws that he attempted when you've got guys like that that can convert free throws it gives your team a lot of confidence when it's a close game down the stretch Tulsa wins it, 73-67. No question that this will end the season for Wichita mm -hmm. State at 15-13. and 13. The only postseason tournament other than the NCAA that they had any interest in was the NIT, and it would have taken at least a couple of wins here in this tournament to even be in consideration for that. So looks like this will be our last postgame show, and we will continue it right after this. It's officially shocker season. Buffalo Wild Wings has teamed up to bring you delicious deals. Show your mobile ticket or mention this ad and receive a free appetizer with a $20 purchase. When you visit any Buffalo Wild Wings, we'll see you on the court. Capital Federal, a local bank rooted in tradition since 1893. With a longstanding commitment to our communities, a sense of gratitude for each customer, and a dedicated team of employees, CapFed remains focused on you. It always starts with community, customers, employees. Capital Federal. True blue for over 125 years. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hey, Shocker fans, spring on with new salted caramel cream cold brew and signature lattes from Dunkin'. Two perfect combinations of salty and sweet. Bold Dunkin' cold brew topped with creamy salted caramel cold foam or a rich Dunkin' signature latte infused with salted caramel flavor topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. These two new salty sips will have you ready to spring it on all spring long. Sip into both for $3. Shocker fans run on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. A smile is a powerful thing, especially when it's protected by the nation's largest network of dentists, Delta Dental. Not only is a healthy smile a good indicator of your overall health, 
It also comes in handy when you're stealing the fries off your friend's plate, even though you didn't want fries. But here you are, smiling that healthy smile of yours, taking one after another. Schedule a checkup today and unleash your smile power with affordable dental benefits from Delta Dental of Kansas. It's officially shocker season. Buffalo Wild Wings has teamed up to bring you delicious deals. Receive a free appetizer with a $20 purchase when you show your mobile ticket or mention this ad. Visit any Wichita Buffalo Wild Wings after the game today and enjoy. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Chris Post, TJ Wilson, or Rachel Finsky. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. And in Hayesville, see Forrest Hummel. Shocker Basketball is brought to you by United Healthcare, Intrust Bank, Social Tap, Textron, American Family Insurance, Coke Industries, AJ's at the Alley, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Meritrust Credit Union, Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy, and Great Life Golf. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to Fort Worth and our Chicken and Pickle post-game show. Our star of the game presented by the Kansas Star Casino. And Ricky Council with another huge second half in this one. 16 of his 19 points in the second half, including 7 for 7 from the free throw line as the Shockers tried to come back but fell six points short. Ricky, I know it had to be really frustrating, the start you got off to. For you personally, two early fouls you had to come out of the game and then a, a really subpar offensive first half. What was the discussion about at halftime? I mean, we just had to bounce back. Kept telling my team that we can either stay another day or, or go home, probably tonight. And I feel like we fought better in the second half, but it just wasn't enough. The slow start hurt us. You were able against a zone defense, which usually doesn't allow penetration, to get inside that zone and at least draw fouls in the second half. Yeah, I just had to stay in attack mode in the back of my head. Ever since the game started, I was just like, I didn't want to go home. I didn't want to go home. I left a good amount on the floor tonight. Uh, just not enough. Came up short. Not trying to hand you excuses, but with Craig Porter out, how much chance did you have to adjust and practice to, to kind of prepare to maybe have to go at things a little bit differently, not having some of the things that he does so well? I mean, we adjusted pretty well, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, Craig is a big piece of our team. He's been playing a little bit well really lately. But, like I said, we just came up short, and it's tough. It's a tough way to end the season. You know, there have been a lot of ups and downs this year. You have come a long way, not only from last year, but even from the start of the season. And uh, what are your thoughts, if, if you can even formulate them right now, about going forward and, and what, what you want to try to get better at and what you want to see the, the program get better at? Um, just being consistent all 40 minutes is for me. Like, like I said, uh, for the last couple of games, I have a big second half. I feel like if I could do that in the first half, we'll have a better chance to win. Off uh, in the program, we got to get back on a defensive, uh, a high defensive note. I mean, we start off the year good and defensively, and our offense is bad, and then it, it flip flop. Our offense got better, and our defense got bad. So we just got to stay consistent. Ricky, in the summertime, do uh, the guys then go to summer school and then get their workouts in, or what happens next? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's moving forward for me, and I'm not sure what's moving forward for the team. 
one other thing. Congratulations on the sixth man of the year award. Yeah. I know that's probably diminished a little bit by what just happened right now, but you've had a heck of a year. Congratulations. Appreciate well done. Yeah. Right. Ricky Council, our star of the game, one of the Shockers' stars of the season, but the Shockers end it today with a 73-67 loss to Tulsa, and we'll come back to finish things off on our final post-game show of the year right after this. This broadcast has been an exclusive presentation of the Shocker Sports Properties Radio Network. Executive producer is Mark Rogers. For information about this broadcast, contact Shocker Sports Properties. Coverage of the Wichita State Shockers is authorized by Shocker Sports Properties and is intended solely for the private use of our audience. Any rebroadcast, internet streaming, or other use of the accounts and descriptions of this game without written consent on Shocker Sports Properties, Play Fly Sports, or the University is prohibited. The Shocker Sports Properties Radio Network is a division of Shocker Sports Properties and Play Fly Sports. Just like the Shockers, Reese Nichols is a highly trained team. We collaborate daily on how to help our clients win. Whether it's residential, commercial, farm and ranch, or auction, we're in it to win it for you. Go Shocks! Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agents Trevor Harris, Adam McDowell, or Netta Otis in Wichita. Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy is the passage for all things hyper wellness. We offer affordable and accessible modalities for everyone. Anywhere from someone that is looking for an immune boost, performance recovery, or just overall wellness. We're here to help improve the lives of our customers and do more of what you love. We are the place for you. Restore is a proud partner of Shocker Athletics. Find us in the waterfront. Hi, this is Melissa Scheffler. When I left the news desk and joined Coke Industries, I discovered a new collection of inspiring stories here in Wichita. Stories of people who are transforming careers, communities, and improving lives. Join me for our Coke Spotlight series, The Picture, airing Sunday mornings at 745 on KWCH. The picture will give you more reasons to be excited about the future of Wichita. See you soon. Reese Nichols is proud to be a sponsor of Shocker Athletics. Our realtors, like the Shockers, are the very best. So if a move is in your future, please call on us. Go Shocks! Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect time to power up productivity and gaming victories. Now you can save what Dell employees save on high-performance tech. Save 17% on XPS and select Alienware computers with Intel Core processors. Plus, check out exclusive savings on Dell monitors, headsets, and accessories for greater immersion in all you do. Upgrade today by calling 800 by dell Again, that's 800 by dell or you can visit dell.com slash semi-annual sale. Shocker Basketball is brought to you by Capital Federal, American Family Insurance, Buffalo Wild Wings, Reese Nichols, Kansas Land Attire and Service, Shelter Insurance, Litton's Appliance, Equity Bank, Chicken and Pickle, Luber's Cars, Oxford Development, and Delta Dental. Listen to or download a podcast of WSU Shocker Basketball on KEYN.com or iTunes or Google Play. 
Welcome back. After the longest commercial break in oh. history, we have to have a time for a couple of questions with Coach Isaac Brown, presented by Delta Dental. Coach, I guess I'd ask you first, just in, in your mind, what were the, the biggest things in today's game that, that led to not winning it? Uh, first of all, I would like to give them a lot of credit. Toast had a great game plan. They did a good job in their matchup zone um, early on. We tried to get it inside, and we couldn't score at the rim. Um, we started settling for threes. We didn't knock those shots down. We just wasn't organized on offense in the first half. But I thought the biggest thing was we didn't defend. They kept getting it in the paint, getting layups. Jackson had 13 points in the first half. He just continued to drive us and get layups. In the second half, we cut the lead down, felt like we started to get organized, and all of a sudden it'd be a turnover for N1 or not getting a rebound, and every time we didn't get that rebound, they scored. Yeah, that was the thing, you know, when you're trying to come back, you need to maintain some momentum, and you'd make a really good defensive stand, get down to the last three or four seconds on the clock, and then after a miss, they'd get an offensive rebound. Yeah, that's what it was, you know. We gave up too many second shots in the second half, and we turned it over a couple times when the game was cut to four or five. I think one time it was cut to three. It was a, it was. It was a one-possession game, and we came right down. We got a stop. We turned it over. Came back down. We turned it over. Um, they got offensive rebounds, so get them a lot of credit. They deserve it. You started to attack. You were getting baskets in the paint in the second half, and it paid its dividends for you as you closed the gap. Yeah, started getting the ball to the paint on drives and offensive rebounds, got some easy ones, and um, that was the difference in the game that they got more points in the paint than we did. Obviously, it's tough to make the transition mentally right now, but uh, now's the time. Now the time is. It's about recruiting. It's gonna. I know you'll have meetings with each of your players, and and already the process starts for figuring out who you're going to be next year. Oh, without a doubt. Um, that's all I talked about in the locker room was about getting better. Um, what you need to work on during the summertime. I was telling them about a guy like Jackson, who. Two years ago, had made one three, didn't shoot threes. Now he shoots 40% higher than anybody on our team. So you got to get in the gym, improve your three-point shot. I thought that was our Achilles heel this year. As a team, we only shot at 31%. I thought we defended well. But I was happy with these kids. They battled. They battled. I got to do a better job next year. But um, I'm going to meet with everybody probably on Monday and see where it's at, and then we'll start recruiting from there. Coach, thank you for your time, and thank Thanks. you for the season. Right. Thank much. you guys for thank having you. me. Man. Appreciate right. it. Sorry Thanks, we came up short. Right. And appreciate your Shocker Nation. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Thank Head coach Isaac Brown, presented by Delta Dental. Unleash your small power with Delta Dental. We're going to get Bob Hole back in here as he does so. Uh, let's play you our play of the game, presented by Litton's Appliance. Quay Grant, one-on-one -on -one against Darian Jackson. Council comes out to get it. Step back three. Cook. Oh, my. Step back about a 25-footer. Ricky now with 14, 11 in the second half, and the Shockers have pulled it within three. Ricky Council with 16 second-half points and 19 for the game. Uh, I guess ultimately, Bob and Dave, uh, get both your comments, but this game was just kind of a microcosm of the, of the season that we've seen. There have been some times where... Uh, even when they weren't doing very well offensively, they battled, they'd be right there, but just couldn't make enough plays down the stretch at, at one end or the other, sometimes both, to pull out some close games. Yeah, offensively, that, that's uh, where the Shockers were lacking this year was uh, offensive firepower, and, and uh, like you said, there were some games where they, they, they passed it well, shot it well, and scored inside, scored outside, and won one games, and other games 
where we really struggled offensively like today and uh and it hurt us uh defensively it's a it's a good defensive ball club and uh i'll tell you what uh you know they really did a good job of bottling up udese inside you know just think about it he, he didn't get very many shots four shots for the whole ball game and uh that, that zone did a good job of keeping the ball away from him and double teaming when he got it yeah and you need consistency. You need consistency over the duration of the season where you know what you're going to get, especially with upperclassmen. Uh, you know what they're going to be able to contribute offensively, uh, defensively. This team uh, makes its chops on holding teams to under 40% from the field, and they weren't able to consistently do that. They'd go in stretches where they could. And uh, Coach Brown said it quite aptly, Wichita State just never could get off the snide with their three-point shooting. I expected them to be a really, really good three-point shooting team with the, the players that they had coming back, but they were only the ninth best three-point shooting team in the conference, and certainly their three-point shooting failed them this evening when they were seven of 26 for under 27% from the three-point stripe. There was a stretch of six games close to the end of the year where in five of those six they shot over 39% from three and averaged 10 threes a game, but then in the six games since then, it was about 25% from three. It just never, never got over the hump, never got really better for any consistent period of time. Well, and if you look at the stats of the individuals, Dexter was 30% for the season, Tyson even 33% for the season, uh, Porter got up to 34% for the season, Quay 33%, Ricky 30%, you know, Monzi 30%. Kenny 30%, so, you know, uh, they just, uh, I, I was surprised too, Dave. I thought this team would be a really good shooting team. I was worried about the passing. I, I knew we were going to have problems with passing. We, we just don't have a really good passing team, but I thought we'd be a better shooting team, and I'm a little disappointed in that and, and can't kind of scratch my head over that. Porter turned out to be a little bit better player than I thought he was going to be, and I thought he opened up some players. Um, but just the inconsistencies, especially shooting from the outside. A couple questions. We talked, uh, Bob, when we were just ready to interview Ricky Council, and I think Dexter Dennis is, what, nine points shy of yeah. 1,000? And is this the most accurate free-throw shooting team in Shocker history? I, I think Brian I had a so, note. Because, yeah, in fact, they would have to be because um, at 74.9, they were going to set a new record, and they went 16 for 19 today, 84%. So it's probably going to be right around 75 75.1, and that will be the best free-throw shooting percentage in Wichita State history. So they can shoot. They, they sure can. <laughs> they, they can shoot. They've got the form. They just got to work on, uh, on on getting better shots, you know, uh, getting uh, getting more open three-point shots and, uh, and, and knocking down those three-point shots. I think... Uh, uh, one of the coaches said to me, you know, we have a good, we have a good uh, bunch of guys that, that shoot well in drills, you know, but then they get out in the game, they get sped up, and they don't shoot as well. So we got to take that. Uh, we got to we got to figure out a way to get better shooting in the game. Well, and also rebounding. We talk about consistency. Rebounding needs to be a little bit more consistent. I mean, they go through stretches when they're just unbeatable. A plus 10.5 rebounds per game in four of their last five ball games. Tulsa is only the 10th best rebounding team in the conference and yet they out-rebounded Wichita State in two of the three games that they played against him and they were able to prevail on the boards by three today. They seem quicker to the ball. They seem quicker to the ball today. Uh, not only rebounds but some of the loose balls too. Yeah and it's as you know this being a successful coach 
finding your man when the ball goes up, putting your forearm on his chest, rotating so your rear end is on his, we always used to say, get your rear end on his lead leg, and then you go get the ball. And all too often, um, we just weren't quick enough in finding the man. Well, here's the thing. Uh, at Coming off of last year, getting off to a 9-3 and three start against a good non-conference schedule this year, 15 and 13, certainly not anything any of us would have expected. And this becomes a, a really big, not only off season, but a, the next couple or three weeks, next month, figuring out who's coming back. Who do, you know, honestly, who do you want to come back? And, and where do you stand with all of that? And who can you go out and get? This is a, a really important and interesting period coming up for this coaching staff to uh, get this program back to where we all want to see it. All the players also are going to have people in their ears and they'll think that they can play more in other programs and get a high profile, maybe in some programs. There will be other players that will be a little disappointed in their playing time, I would think. And then it, it depends on who else is coming forward. And Wichita State could be really, really good next year, depend on, depending on who comes back. And uh, a B-Day and Jalen Ricks coming back, and you get a couple big guys, and they could be really, really big. But the thing that we lose track of is so could all the other teams. <laughs> I mean, you look at what SMU brought in this year, and they are a really good basketball team because of transfers that came in this year. Yeah, where would Houston be without Josh Carlton, yes. uh, Tajay Moore, and Kyler Edwards? Where would they be? Where would uh, SMU be without the uh, the twins, you know? Uh, what's their the last name? The, the, the Weathers twins, Marcus and Michael. Michael. Yeah. You know, uh, so yeah. And where would uh, Tulsa be without Dry Horn coming back? You know, right. they, uh, so... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting off season for sure, Mike. And with the with the transfer portal, uh, it's going to be very interesting. What a tough time to be a coach! Oh my gosh! <laughs> even oh my gosh. even the really really successful coaches complain about this transfer portal and yeah. are having a difficult time with it. Yeah, they're going to have to put some structure to it. How do you recruit? Uh, yeah, How do you yeah. know? It's going to be hard to have to re recruit your team every year. Uh, so I think. Uh, they're going to have to sit down and talk about it and, and try to figure some things out. And as we were driving down here, Bob, you said that it used to be that uh, teams would not exchange handshakes after a ball game because of COVID. And now it's because coaches try to recruit players on other teams <laughs> when they're going through the, the congratulations or we're sorry for you line. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a new era. And, and, I'm not, and I'm all for players being able to change their minds and go from one school to the next. You know, coaches can... can can leave a school and go go coach at another school without any penalty so i think players should be able to do that but there's got to be there's going to have to be some structure to it some kind of a limit to it so it's not happening as much as it's happening well now. and when a kid can go from team to team and play on four different teams in four years without ever having to sit out i mean i don't understand what that's all about <laughs> yeah it's just going to have to because uh it also gets i'm not sure it's good for the players either you know for some of these guys they get into a little adversity or a coach is kind of tough on them and boom they want to go to another school well is that the best thing for that particular player or is it better for him to stay there you know listen to the coach toughen up a little bit and 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 try to play through what the problem is you know i i think the guys that stick at a school and and work at it uh you know they're the ones that, that seem to really improve. Now, well, there's, there's some guys that need to transfer, you know, and, sure, I, and, I believe, and I believe in that, especially if a coach that recruited you left and went to another school. Yeah, I can see where a guy wanted to transfer. That, that you know, sure. But 
it also goes into establishing roots in a location and maybe staying in that location after you're done playing professional basketball if you do that and getting jobs and raising a family in that location and people remembering who you are and being revered for what you contributed to the Shocker program and, and it's true of all schools and you don't see that that much anymore. People don't even unpack their bags. Um, they're vagabonds. They just move from school to school and situation to situation and it's too easy I think to quit too many things as you go forward in life. Well, another part of these new times, and I want to thank our fans, those of you who have loyally listened to the broadcasts all year, yes. the, the nice comments we get, and a part of our times is social media, and there is a lot of nasty, hateful, mean stuff out there, and those of you who have stayed strong through it all, even disappointed or even, you know, not happy with everything that's going on, that have stayed loyal, that continue to support this program, and I, I also have to say, I, I just continue to be so blessed by having these two guys to work with every year it makes every season enjoyable and and I thank you guys for everything you contribute not only with the quality of what goes on the air but just your your friendship and and uh, the quality of people that I get to associate with well but, uh, you are kind and you are the very very best Mike and working with you is is a privilege and working with Bob is delightful as well it's just been a uh, very, very enjoyable run, and the test of a person's character is when things don't go exactly as you would hope that they would go, and this is a little bit of a test of everybody's character, and, and hopefully we will continue to keep the ship moving forward in a positive direction. It's fun, guys. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's fun. You guys are great, and I, I enjoy the heck out of it, and it uh, makes me pretend like I'm a coach, you know, for a little <laughs> while longer, uh, and it, it, it's a lot of fun, and... Uh, uh, being with the Shocker program has been a lot of fun over these last 15 years for me, a lot longer for you guys, and uh, uh, and it's amazing uh, the support that we have. We were talking to much, a lot of people in the hotel here last night, and all the people today. Uh, you know, we've got a, we've got a tremendous program here. Don't take it for granted, uh, and, and and it's a family, and sometimes. You don't all get along with everybody in your family all the time, but but we're a family. You got to stay together because there's something special about this Shocker basketball program and Wichita and the support that it that it uh, gives this team. Yeah, well said. Well, said, well said indeed, and that will we'll let that be our uh, sign off for this season. Uh, thanks, by the way, to Mark, uh, to Matt Scharnhorst, uh, who's been new to the the team this year back in the studio. Always does a great job, and he was our guide through today. And again, thanks to all of you. Uh, Unfortunately, this will be our last Shocker basketball broadcast as the Shockers end their season today with a 73-67 loss to Tulsa. But we will look forward to another year, and it will be here before we all know it. Thanks for joining us for Shocker basketball in 2022. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.